to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. It is, in fact, Friday night tonight. Uh, I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck, and alongside me is this man, Double A. We call him Adam and Team Adam sometimes. Uh, guys, it's a little bit earlier than we normally get here, too, because we don't want to make you wait for this Friday night show. We're bringing it in early. We wanted to start as soon as we can, also because it's Friday and we both need a drink, so <laughs> we're like, let's just get it going right now. So, guys, um, welcome to the show. This is just another Friday night. Uh, awesome stuff happening this week, Double A. Uh, how was your week, man? Tell me about it. It was good. It was good. First uh, first week of August, uh, it was fine. You know, um, did start off a little bit of tragedy. I don't know if I'm – I'll wait until maybe, you know, someone pops in. But, I think I know what you're going to yeah, talk yeah. about. But, yeah. But, um, man, uh, next Wednesday already, we're, we're going to have the what if. Uh, oh, gosh, I forgot. You know, premiering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, let me see what else we got. Uh, the announcement that Cobra Kai mm-hmm. is gonna be coming back in December. Great so, trailer, man. Everyone was just all the cast was just throwing out that trailer, Posting it. You know? yeah. So, uh, really we, good looking, too. A lot of sound bites. And I can't remember again, somebody reminded me last week, what was it we were talking about? We were trying to think of young people to cast, and I was like, that's right, that's yeah. a great, that's a great group because I just heard that that guy that plays uh, um, uh, uh, Miguel. They're thinking about him for the for Hispanic Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Blue, Blue, yeah. Blue Beetle. Yeah. yeah. So that's I was like, hey, of... that's cool. I mean, you know, that's not really our guy, yeah, but I know. you know, go 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 for it. Like yeah. that's good for him. Like, yeah, yeah. Help that career yeah, up, that's man. Good for him. Yeah. So Jason um, in the house. What's, hey, up, Jason? what's up, Jason? Jason from Hondo. What's going on, my guy? Uh get and, you some cold drink. <laughs> and uh, I know not too many people, so I'll just say this for the podcast, really. We want, you know, uh another legendary wrestler passed away uh yesterday beautiful bobby eden the first mm-hmm. member of the midnight express to uh wow. pass away crazy know? man yeah crazy. If, if you saw wrestling in the 80s the midnight express were one of the most hated tag teams in all the territories and all of wrestling uh you know cm you always hear about you know there's certain wrestlings that we didn't really get to see but you know you always heard like the von eric freebird war you always heard about that one yeah and if you're just straight wwf yeah, you heard about that one. Well, it was the same thing with the free or with the Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express. You know, mm-hmm. those two teams they fought all over the country, uh, all over the territories. You know, a legendary feud. They were a main event tag team. Uh, you know, so and, and then he was part of the Dangerous Alliance when we did our Mount Rushmore. Right, I mentioned the Dangerous <clears> Alliance <throat> right. as being one of the the best talents. You know, led by Paul Heyman, led by Rick Rude, Stone Cold. Arn Anderson and Bobby Eaton. So it was a really all-star cast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 62. Uh, so he was just 62 what, years old. Uh, what was cost? No, no. They haven't said yet. But I know his wife had just passed away too. So yeah. not too long after, before that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit closer to home, I guess, also yeah. too. Our kind of personal uh, yeah, with uh, right. our beautiful Aunt Mary uh, went to be uh, sit up in heaven, man, and uh, be with uh, her brother, Double uh, uh, A's dad. And uh, – you know, I can always remember seeing them when we would play as little kids, yeah, at, uh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, uh, over on Menlo Street back in the day. And we'd go play and they would be sitting in there laughing and drinking beer yeah. before we knew what the fun you could have sitting around drinking beer. Uh, she had this uh, classic Julio Iglesias poster hanging, I remember seeing. <laughs> and 
she was always uh, uh, just uh, full of life and and uh, gave us three awesome cousins. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, dear Mary, uh, here, here's to you. Uh, uh, cheers. Rich in the house, man. Welcome, my friend. Uh, sorry Welcome, we surprised Rich. everyone a little bit earlier with the, the six o'clock-ish hour. Um, only because, you know, we when we have the opportunity to do that, we want to do that. So that way, you know, we, we get it out. And uh, we don't know yet, but there may be some some changes to just another Friday night coming soon where it may not necessarily be on a Friday night. We don't know yet. We don't know yet, but we'll, we'll keep you guys posted to that. Um, guys, don't forget that I've got... Uh, I'm sitting on merchandise right now. I've got a couple of large t-shirts, a couple of mediums uh, that are out there. I don't know why I ordered too many mediums. That was really stupid of me because I keep getting asked for extra large. Uh, so I will not, I'm not going to order any more mediums, but I am sitting on merchandise. Some stickers appeared in the wild today. Uh, also, our good friend uh, Aaron B. is back uh, with yeah, – um, yeah. I don't know. He rebranded his YouTube page. That. It's, it's yeah. Aaron Barish is the, is the page now uh, or the YouTube channel. But uh, he still called the show Best Burger. So I think he's going to be doing his channel. I think he's going to have a, a multiple kind of videos because he's, he's also okay. doing some kind of uh, uh, kind of thought provoking posts. You know, the other day he talked about the little things in life and things that make you think and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, kind of what we say a little bit, just, you know, go for it in life and, you know, live every day to the fullest and things like that. So uh, I like those kind of motivational videos as well. So I think Aaron's going to be having a, a myriad of things on his channel. So go check it out, ever. But uh, if you catch his latest episode, uh, he goes to Bandit Burgers and Barbecue. I don't even know where, where is that? Uh, it's actually right on uh, South Flores. South Flores. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I've never heard it's of that. It's not place far before. from Latuna at all. Yeah, like, I've never heard of that place. Yeah, it's really tiny. Like if you it's right past the tracks, and if you like if you miss it, if you go past it, you'll be like, where the hell am I? But, um, but uh, yeah. Jason said tomorrow's his birthday. So Hey, happy birthday, uh, uh Jason. Cheers to you, our friend. Happy early birthday. Hmm. Yeah, man. Um you got any great plans uh set up, Jason, for the birthday, man? What are you doing? Just hanging out? Um, let us know. Uh, what else, Double uh, A? What does Rich say there? Uh, he just says, uh, "Happy birthday to you!" And uh, hey, Rich, uh, man, you see, um, Team USA—they're playing for the gold tomorrow. There we after go. After a right? little rough start, after everyone was saying Pop was, uh, you know, the worst coach ever, you know, it's uh, man, you know, they're in the hunt. Mm -hmm. You know, we beat Patty's team. That was, you know, I was I like, know. God, he's playing for bronze. He's gonna play for bronze tomorrow, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, good USA, luck to him. Yeah. yeah what about USA. that, Double A? Our, our Spurs kind of dismantled oh, what we had left you know man, what i mean so man, oh man yeah the rosen's gone patty's gone uh, rudy gay we bought forbes back <laughs> yeah we bought forbes <laughs> back I yeah like, oh great dude i don't know i don't know i feel kind of bad because like i followed Dejounte on uh instagram and he was like san antonio like like be ready things are coming and yeah. like i think i think maybe he'll, obviously he's catching the you know the negativity out there from Spurs of fans. Of course, but guys, it's, it's it's just you know it, we're at that point where you know after Chicago, you yeah. know after Jordan, it's yeah, you know after dominating for so long, they went rock bottom. You know, yeah. it's kind of like Ooh, even shit. the Lakers. Could you say the Lakers kind of hit that lull yeah, too yeah, in the post Kobe yeah, Shaq yeah. time? Yeah, you know what I mean? Kind of did. So. Yeah, before they you know they got superstars. Like I heard they got Russell yeah. Westbrook. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're back and Carmelo. Yeah, and uh, who just went to uh, Brooklyn? Or they're still uh, their same stack. It's the same stack. No, somebody did go to somebody Brooklyn. Went to Brooklyn who the hell went to Brooklyn? Rich, I know you're up on it, so fill us in. I can't remember right now, but uh, I guess they're trying to build towards a Brooklyn LA showdown. Yeah, I'm like, East versus again. West. I'm yeah. like, 
come on, NBA, stop being, stop writing the script for us, whatever. You know what yeah. I mean, you know, again, congrats to Giannis, you know, Giannis for his win. Uh, Kara and in the house. Conference. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Kara? Welcome. We're glad that you're here on the show. Uh, Kara, thank you also for your purchase of a Just Another Friday Night Friday Night Faithful T-shirt, the green edition. Uh, that is rare, limited. In fact, I don't think I have any more XLs. I think I've only got one large left. And I've got one large of a white shirt left. And then I've got some mediums in that. So uh, you guys let me know. Um, I saw the Now Watch This Pod just got hats. I need to get with Lucky on however they got that hat done. Maybe we can get a hat done because I have had requests. Your brother wants a hat. Rich wants a hat. So I haven't forgotten about hats, guys. I just got to get the right um, – get it, get it made the right way. Um, you know, on, on threeleggedrabbit.com, we have hats, but there's just the letters. And I really want to get the logo on there for you guys. I think so. I'll look better. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna figure out what I can do. Plus, we have the new, uh, kind of the fourth version of the logo, uh, from um, Justin at Graphics Plus. Uh, which you know what I realized the center kind of reminds me of your dad's old company logo, the Instagram. Ah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, it's kind of like an Easter egg hidden in that one, like a tribute. So. That's what it was. Rich said Patty is the one that went. Oh, to Patty went to that. Oh, there, there you go. That's who it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, yes, sir. I don't know. Maybe you guys saw or you. Uh, we had a little bit of a tease for football. It was uh, the Cowboys and the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. The you know. So I heard not a good start for you guys. No, sixteen and three, uh, Pittsburgh. But I mean, man, it's uh, it's football though. Yeah, you know, football's it was just back, a man. Little taste of it, man. So we're hype about that. It, you know, this is about the time the preseason starts coming in, and then that first Thursday of September, that's when we get our first game, which is going to be. Tampa Bay against my boy. So, yeah, that's going <laughs> to – they're going to get an ass kicking. Yeah, well, we'll see. You, know, you never know. You uh, know so. I've seen the videos of Brady. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, that dude looks like he's fucking 29 right I, now. I, he's looking tan from, the, from being down in the, in the, at the beach. And you see like that, that. that fucking clip where he's throwing it into the football machine? That, a lot of people oh, in the like, comments were saying that was fake, but I was uh, like, I don't, that's. No, when you're that accurate. That's deadly no, accurate. Yeah. That machine, I don't think that machine is meant to throw the ball back to you. It's just meant to shoot the ball out to the receivers. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? that's awesome. Damn. <laughs> uh, we get rich. There he goes. Karis is digging your shirt. Thank you, Kara. I do love this shirt, uh, courtesy of the Friday Nighters, Holty Bear, and Foxy Roxy. Rich is talking shit already. Oh, uh, there you the go. Cowboys are already out of the playoffs. <laughs> nice. Nice. It wouldn't be the same. Football wouldn't be the same without some shit talk. Now the gloves are yeah. off, guys, because we all agree on the Spurs, but when it comes to football, everybody's it's, on a different Everyone has a different team. Everyone's got a different team. Everybody. So I love it. And, I, and I've been in some talks with some people about fantasy stuff, so. As Joe said last year, just another Friday Night Fantasy League, maybe. maybe oh, so. That's right, Rich. He goes, I can't talk. Wentz is out. He is out again. Oof. Another man. He, man, that dude should just retire. He's already becoming that injury prone. Yikes. He's good when he's on, but man, yeah. now he's out yeah. again. The Colts were, the Colts were banking on They're these looking dude. At it, Yeah, you know they hey, that season that the Eagles won. It was really he that got him. To yeah, the he dance. got him. Can there. you imagine yeah. how that must have felt like? Yeah. you know yeah. and then they give it to Foles. you know what i mean I'm like, Foles magic. They, they talk about Foles beat, beat brady and i'm like Foles, come on man Foles is, Wentz, man Foles is a saint in philadelphia <laughs> that's is all just, it took wentz now is that bus for philadelphia you know they don't even give a shit about guys like mcnab you know mcnab did had so much success and randall man, cunningham i don't even know i i think it's just all foes now man oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah um my girlfriend's youngest son, Jeremy, had been asking me about the cups. He had wanted to see. Oh, he would say he was okay. saying how your brother, your brother has yes, the same yes, cup. Yes, yes. So, Jeremy, is this the cup? I got you the websites from uh, Friday Night or Boy. Uh, I had messaged you because he was like, "Hey, man, did you find out?" And then that's the ghost one. Uh, let Double A show you that one. Um, 
see it's called right nemesis now. now okay go to that website nemesis now and then i think your, br your have, brother said rockabilia too uh rockabilia i don't okay they do now. okay yeah but it, you know they have ghosts they have metallica they have judas priest they have uh iron maiden the iron maiden looks sweet uh yeah. they have pink floyd they have kiss uh, they have motorhead that one looks pretty damn cool too so they have a they have a shitload of these mugs and they all look like about they they look like this and what's cool is that you know you can take these out yeah so you can just wash these and you don't have to worry about this yeah rubbing know. the paint off of yeah, the, so, the actual cup so that's what's really cool about these so yeah uh jason said he's gonna go to traders to get out of the house for his birthday good man okay, go cool. over there check it out hey man i've been seeing some posts from some other shops that are out there so uh let us know if you check out any of the other shops because there's supposed to be some other stuff there too. Whatever, um, you know, I would just be curious to know whatever is out. But don't don't get too hot, man. It's hot out there, so it's going to be hot tomorrow. Holty bearing the house. Oh, what he else? You know, do they have Huey Lewis and the News? Oh man, sorry, Holty. I, I don't know about that one, but we can uh, say this to you. I don't know. If you see that spawn right there? That is uh, a gift that Mister Holt gave me. So thank you, John. Very I lovely. Have it hanging. I love Spawn. And we know, also so. do want to say to a former uh, alumni of the Fr Just Another Friday Night Podcast. Special guest. Yeah. Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday, dear Holty. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. And many more. <sighs> so those of you that are listening on audio are like, what the fuck are they doing? Singing and shit? You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, what, else did we, what else did we get in here? Uh, Rich said... Uh, Football is back. Of course, the comment about that about uh, Rich says the Titans are going to be the team to watch. He says, "Really? Okay. Who's okay. QBing over there? Is it still? Uh, Man, is it uh, Tannehill? Is it still Tannehill? Rich? Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I got to get you know about week four is when I get my bearings, whatever. Because that I always tell everyone in fantasy, people are like, oh, what are you going to draft first?'" And I said, "You know what? It doesn't matter until week four. In week four, <laughs> week four is when you make your moves and you yeah, move everybody around. Because yeah. even if you let yourself auto draft on fantasy, it's like you're going to get the top rated people." And unless you know that they're already injured and you don't, you know, draft them all, like it doesn't really matter until week four because in week four everything changes. That's my fantasy uh, insight. I would give to you other fantasy players, but beyond that, I ain't giving you shit else. I'm trying to beat y'all this year. So, uh, what else do we got there? Rizzo in the house. He said, "What up, guys? Oh, what up, Riz? You know, speaking of, since we got you here, my man, you want to get right into it, double? Yeah. So, uh, real quick, I want to thank uh, Chris again because uh, because of him. I was able to get one of two gifts that I got, Mr. John Hope. Oh, nice. Uh, Chris, on his last auction, he was selling G.I. Joe 40, mm -hmm. the first appearance of Shipwreck. Oh, And, it, you know, for people who know, Miss, you know, John, mm -hmm. you know, John is a Shipwreck fan. He's a, uh, he's a big fan of, of aquatic type people. Shipwreck and G.I. Joe, so Chris, Namor, Aquaman. Thank you so much for, you know, your gift. I mean, uh, you know, the for you putting up the auction, the G.I. Joe. Yeah. I was able to uh, give that to John. And guys, here is Chris's group right here, Invincible Comics and more. Look them up on Facebook. Go check them out. There's always great auctions. Him and Alfred do some great stuff, uh, putting stuff out there. I have one of these on my um, my cup at work. It doesn't. There's I Chris, your your sticker is such a weird shape that I can't fit it on my 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 drinking water bottle at work. I got lucky on there, and I got. I got Joe and Lucky on there, and I got us on there. But this one, it doesn't. It needs a. I need a maybe like a. You can maybe carry the carry the comics and more over and a square version. But guys, maybe, you know? check these guys Somebody out. Complaining. Check yeah, check these guys out on Facebook. I was able to get a lot of great deals, which I'm about to show you right now. 
I got a lot of great stuff from Mr. Chris Rizzo and Invincible Comics. And guys, if you if if you love comics, if you love collectibles, uh, Invincible Comics More has everything, guys, in their auctions. And you know what? These guys are so fantastic. Lucky, uh, uh, Rizzo, uh, and uh, uh, Alfred. You know, they always do wonderful things for the people that buy from them. They throw in extras. You get all this stuff. And we're going to show you some of this stuff right now. Um, but before that, Rich says, Julio Jones to the Titans. Whoa. Shit. Damn. Nice. Oh, nice. Man, that's a huge loss for the nice. Falcons, man. Yeah, like, that is. Ooh. Julio Jones, man. I wish you'd go to New England. Come on, Julio. Come over here with us. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Don't get, okay, get in so, there first. Uh, what I got from uh, Chris Rizzo's cell was this. Really badass Punisher issue one variant. Love that. Uh, really jealous cool. on that. Riz knew I was trying to step out and I was not everything that he, I double A would tag me and then I'd wait and then he was like, You ain't bidding, I'm bidding. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of like shit. You know, I don't know who else is going to. I love it. this, man. I bought this one because of the, the cover. It looks really cool. It's the, from the movie. It's Tom Hardy. Oh, wow. Badass. Venom with the Venom cover. You know, save right this for cool. my save this for my nephew for a, a gift. When this day. one yeah. was really cool from the Ed Brubaker run, Captain America. It's the first time Cap and Bucky fight. I love that Winter cover. Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier with the gun there on his hip. And guys, this is the other great thing about Invincible Comics and more. When you go there and you go and shop in their auctions, it's not just like what you would get off the rack at the store. No, and, uh, they do a lot of variant covers. That's, that's actually a good point because this one is from the movie theater, AMC. Yep. the AMC yep. variant and stuff like that, guys. When the theater runs out, they're out. That's it. There's no more. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you've point. got to go online and yeah, look for it or whatever. That's good. So that's good. it's really great. Really great. This I was really excited about because this is Cosmic Ghost Rider's first appearance. It's a variant edition, but I I was happy to get one. I want that book because that series, Double A, I believe is in that, whatever that little run is, is where you get that first appearance of that King Thanos. Mm -hmm. And I've got that figure where he's got that head. We did nice. an unboxing on my nice. Monkey and the Unky page. You guys yeah, it's really cool. Like the Hulk is like his dog is his pet. And I like it. Punisher is the Cosmic Ghost Rider, Frank Castle. So he's still mm -hmm. uh, dealing out some shit. And Silver Surfer is called the Falling One in this one. So badass. pretty damn cool. Really badass. Uh Rich said those are cool mugs. Thank you, Rich. Oh, I'm just yeah. reading this moment. Uh, Holty says looks great, and he says thanks, brothers. And Riz, of course, said what's up, and then got to pick up. Sorry, I was reading the comments out of order. Go ahead, Double. Uh, DC. Uh, I love Ra's Al Ghul. So this is. It looks like they're about to have a throw now. I, I love, love that cover. I love That's anything Ra's Al Ghul. So yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, I just finished Titan season two on HBO Max. Uh, I season one, two, really badass, man. I love that <laughs> cast. There are some hokey things that happen in it because, you know, I mean, there's some hokey things that happen in it. But, dude, I am I am now the newest Titans fan. Uh, I'd always loved Nightwing, but I, my love affair just deepened with, with Nightwing. Oh, shit. Uh, as y'all saw my post, uh, Nightwing better than Batman. As he Damn. said in episode one, fuck Batman. Damn. Um, yeah, and guys, for those of us that, we, that there's been some talk in the Friday Night Faithful about us being uh, DC guys, I'm like, I don't think there's two bigger Marvel guys than these two guys right here. Yeah. Although we love DC too. You know because I mean? there was like a time that we're posting DC because Marvel wasn't doing anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. Marvel didn't but get anything for a while. DC was doing. So yeah. we're a pop culture podcast. We're going to put news on whether it's Marvel or DC. You've seen our shows. We had like at least three episodes this season mm -hmm. dedicated to Marvel. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, our, our comic book related episodes are almost strictly 
they lean really yeah, to Marvel, yeah. and we're not yeah. biased. It's, if you ask us if we're DC or Marvel guys, you we're see, Marvel guys, but we love DC. Yeah, seen our wall. Half is DC, half is Marvel. And so. let, don't even bring in Vertigo because I mean, like we love, we are huge uh, proponents. Of, and if you ask us, probably our favorite graphic novels, it's probably mainly DC because you know. But that doesn't mean that we're that because our favorite characters are almost all Marvel. The, the official hero of Just Another Friday Night is Wolverine. The official villain is Magneto. You know what I mean? Now, for me, all my heroes, my top guys are Marvel, except for Superman, yeah. my number one. Yeah. And it's, it's like he comes from that side. But anywho, carry on. Double. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought this again for the cover, Lobo. Uh, yeah. I know you're not a Lobo Interesting fan. Interesting pickup for you. Tell me. I, who, I'm a Lobo It's fan. a good cover. Don't get me wrong. I, I like I, Lobo. I think, okay. I think he's a really cool guy for Superman to go up against. Okay. You know, I'm all about Superman's rogue gallery. I'm always about supporting the other villains that they really don't support. You know, it's always Lex Luthor. That's sure, it. I agree. We've talked about it where, like, they can do a whole run of Superman movies without Lex Luthor. Yeah. If they really wanted to. I think what we loved about Bane was that Bane was not only a guy that was could match Batman's intelligence, but was also a tactician yeah. and a skilled yeah. fighter. Yeah. See, so Superman lacks that. Okay, we know Luther's really smart, and you can put him in a robot suit a bunch of times. But where's this? Where's a guy that can match him in strength? You know yeah, what I mean? we want to see Zod. We want to see, yeah. uh, you know, Brainiac. We want to see Parasite. We want to see guys like Lobo. Like I like guys like Doomsday. I like Lobo as a guy to get beat up on. That's what I'm what saying. I mean? yeah. You know, and he's good for that. You yeah, know? he's your good like mid card wrestler that you're gonna he, get good matches out of. You know, like if we're we're saying like in terms of Marvel, he'd probably be like around the thing. Power level, okay. I would say. You know, yeah. so he could go head to head with like abomination. More abomination. Yeah, yeah like, I would say more abomination. I always felt like they were more, more abomination. Equals, you know? yeah, yeah. These guys would try to go up with the Hulk though, and they think they would start okay, but you're not going to go in the yeah. deep water so with the Hulk. From what cause... I heard, like abomination is what Hulk is normal. <laughs> right. But once Hulk He's starts getting pissed, pissed off, off, okay, yeah. that's when he starts leaving the When Hulk's walking around the pond petting cats and shit, that's him <laughs> in a bonnet. But once you piss him off, it's another level. You ain't getting it. You ain't getting uh, out of that. Again, I kind of just bought this for the cover. I think it looks really fucking sweet. It's uh, Jason Todd grave oh. where it says, Here lies Jason Todd. I love that. And you just had that Joker. I laughing. saw that. There were many in right. this one, Rizzo, that right. I wanted, that I was, but I was holding back. You know, I told you. Not to mention the great slabs that Riz put up. He put up that Negan uh, uh, 100 from the, the, the Barnes, Barnes and Nobles edition. Yeah. Then he put up another Negan one. That yeah, it was, was another variant. Gosh, one. dang it, yeah. man. They were beautiful, man. And they were a great price, guys. I'm telling you, you want to start with slabs. You love The Walking yeah. Dead. Go check it out. Invincible Comics and more. Uh, Moon Knight. Again, I kind of got this for the cover. Just looks fucking sweet. In, in, in short time, that will be the hottest guy. Everyone's going to want to yeah. be Moon Knight because... Uh, uh oscar isaac looks like he's kicking ass in that training uh i'm huge on jim lee the the guy for me is the artist he just it's super sharp his shit just always looks slick mm -hmm. so when i saw this cover that he did for captain america i was like damn i gotta have that i love that the jim classic lee is my just my favorite artist oh, yeah. I, and that's a signed double like, yeah it's signed by uh james robinson very the nice. writer very nice. But, man, I mean, just look at the way he draws Cap. I mean, I just... always love when they put Cap. Like, see, he's got, like, the regular military-style yeah. parachute yeah. attached to him. I love when they do that because, uh, in fact, like, you know, when I play the Fortnite game, Cap's on there. But you can change their how they fly into the thing. And somebody came, I think Laura Croft came with, like, a regular parachute. I put that on him because I was like, he's got to have, like, a – he would come in with a regular parachute. You know now, I, mean? I think a lot of people kind of hated this when they put the – this oh, the bird. Yeah, the bird instead yeah. of the, the, I was like, the eagle. I don't care. It looks cool. Yeah, it still looks cool. So because uh, I spent the most amount of money. That's you did like, win. Yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. And I claimed 
yes. the most. <laughs> I actually had to get from, uh, you know, two freebies, I guess. From Riz and Invincible Comics and more. This is the one I really wanted. Uh, I'm a huge Daredevil fan, and this has number 1311 on there. It's a really cool hardcover. It's a Marvel masterwork. I love Daredevil. I love hardcover. Hard it's brand new. It has all the early issues, you know. When so. Daredevil was in yellow, guys. Yeah, in yellow. So that was cool. And then uh, he gave me this uh, Funko Pop of Rick. It's Pickle Rick. And Rick. He's not Pickle so. Rick there, but, you know. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, so uh, that's kind of that. like, so the Rick was, I think, for the most claims. Okay. And then the Daredevil was for the most spent. spent. So You won double. See, that guy's just another Friday double night. Double A, one double. Double A, one double. And, and uh, that's from Invincible Comics and more, guys. See, just another Friday night. The biggest supporters <laughs> right there with uh, the wins from Double A. You know, that's one half of the, of the podcast. Also. So what I got from Riz, I only ordered two things. And you but put them in a nice bag. Yeah, in a nice mail bag. So I ordered, I'm ordering stuff for my nephew because, uh, of course, he's super into symbiotes right now, and he loves. Uh, he's super excited. He saw the the uh, Let There Be Carnage trailer. He was he said he yes, watched it three the, times. Trailer. Day. Yes, yes. What do you think? Too. Very badass, right? I like it. I'm super so badass. I'm Carnage fan, so yeah, I'm yeah. there for. It. And what about Scream? They show yeah. Scream quite a bit. That's pretty yeah. cool. So I ordered this one here. It's Toxin, another one of the symbiotes. There. Oh, there we get a good. Oh, that's there. good right there. Yeah, right there. So that one is really cool. I got that for my nephew. He's gonna be excited to see that when we get home. That one I almost got to. Yeah, and I got him this one right here because I just, you know, Venom is one of his guys, but uh, he's really a Carnage guy, and he's super interested to learn about. Uh, he knows more right now about symbiotes than I do. <laughs> but Chris has a nice uh, thing. He threw some of these in right yeah, here. Yeah, so. you claim one, he can like he'll throw in like some freebies, and all you have to do is just claim. Yeah, so I just tell I said, like, hey, I'll you know if that's a freebie, I'll take it. So I took that one. This awesome punishment. I'm like, man, this just looks so badass. Uh, a virgin cover, so that means that there's no marking, no badging on it or anything like that. Obviously, no you, you know, me and TM here, we're huge Punisher fans. So mm -hmm. We pretty much get anything Punisher. <laughs> and then how about this one? I don't know what, I don't know this story too much. The Civil War, the, the, what, uh, huh. which cover this is, or whatever. This is just a regular number one, but, um, yeah. Or this is, a, I don't know which civil war this is, yeah. but it's signed, but it looks like by uh, maybe the writer Charles Soule or Soleil. I hope I'm saying it right. <laughs> but it looks like Cap. I don't know which Cap that is, but it's like ripping Iron Man's freaking mask off. So that Damn. looks super badass and always awesome to have a signed one there. So someone that knows more about this, or I could just read it and I'll tell you guys about it. I love that. So uh, very, very awesome. Thank you, Rizzo, for the extras. I appreciate that. And then I got some socks. There were some socks in there. And they're Rick and Morty socks. Um, I don't know what it is I'm seeing here though that's on the socks, but I don't know what what it is. They look I thought they were like tickets or whatever, but you know, uh Rick and Morty man, I just recently got uh caught up with that show. I watched all four seasons in a binge and it was so fucking hilarious. I loved it. So, um let's see here in the comments guys. Uh Rich says uh, awesome pickups double A. Awesome pickups. Thank, Thank you so much, Rich. Really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Um, other big thing that happened, Suicide Squad came out yesterday. Right. Uh, HBO Max, double A. Will you watch the Suicide I'll, I'll watch Squad? It. Yeah. yeah, I watched it in theaters last night. It was really fucking fun, guys. That's the key thing I can say to you is that it was better than the first one by and far. Great acting. Uh, Margot Robbie was excellent as Harley. James Gunn did his thing, which we know he can do. He can make weird shit seem 
fun, funny, and entertaining yeah, violence. Yeah, it was like Starro, right? Starro yeah, Starro. Yeah, right? which is like the yeah. first Justice League villain, yeah. if you guys ever know that history. You know what I mean? And you're like, how could you know Starro the Conqueror work on movies? But leave it to James Gunn behind Slither to, to make was it work. Was it good for him to be the, the villain for Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah okay. because there's other stuff going on. Okay. So and, and, okay. and James Gunn crafted a good story, and he made, again... I at first I was like polka dot man like what the fuck and then I was like okay he made it interesting I was like all right and it was it was fun guys uh, how was Cena he was excellent actually <laughs> he was really outstanding I was like right. okay like right. he really flexed like this I, is like his second big movie this year mm -hmm, behind mm -hmm. Fast Nine so. and I haven't seen Fast Nine yet but I really loved him in this as Peacemaker all he right. was really good right. uh, of course Idris killed it and again like I said I can't say enough about Margot Robbie so. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun action movie. There was some criticism I saw earlier on the Friday Night Faithful. Uh, to each their own. Not everyone's going to love it. <laughs> I didn't know these characters. Again, I'm not the hugest DC guys. So for me, I was like, I'm going in here to watch a fun flick. My girlfriend knows not nearly what we know about comics. She had a blast in it. She was like, this is like a good, fun movie. It was had laughs, had action, had guts and gore. And so it's fucking a good time, man. The ratings, believe the hype. The hype is real. It's it's good. Watch it. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. Uh, Riz says, uh, blips and chips, blips and shits tickets. Oh, that's right. When <laughs> blips and shits, that's the fucking arcade Rick likes. Yeah, uh, uh, part of a great episode. Steve I remember. Steve in the house. Cheers, Steve. Steve, we're drinking some Dos Equis. And um, Rich says, so it's not a sequel or is it? Um, No. It's not a sequel. It's not like you need to watch the other one to okay. get this one. Okay. They do a good job setting up. Now it's 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 it exists in the same world as the other one. Imagine it not as a, a imagine it not as a sequel, but as like two different tales. But it's the same. Like you know, there are characters that carry over from there or whatever, obviously, but they don't really make a lot of reference to the other one. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, but right. yeah, you can watch it without the other one, and it's still fun. I mean, but. Um, yeah, I think you should check it out, Rich. Definitely. Yes, and I remember the episode now, Riz. I appreciate that. Uh, Steve, cheers. We're drinking those seconds, but we're drinking the uh, what's the weird pack? Double A. It's called the the, uh, the variety. Pack. The variety packs. So if you haven't tried that one, Steve, it's some interesting pineapple, watermelon, cucumber, and then lemon, uh, lime and salt. So, um, you're not the first one to ask that, Rich. Somebody asked me earlier. Uh, my cousin, actually, my cousin uh, Christopher, asked me in the uh, in our in our group. He said, "Is it a sequel? Is it the follow up?" And I said. Uh, no, not really. Uh, you know, I mean, new director, and I think they wanted to see. It. Okay, guys, sorry about that. I talked into the break. Uh, <clears throat> we're talking about Suicide Squad. Yeah, Pretty much CM was saying, check it out. It's really good. It's I'm gonna, a fun action movie. I'll introduce the commercial at the half, the the thirty minute mark of this one, okay. guys. But all right, if if you're watching us on on Facebook Live, you can see that Double A's got on his Cobra Kai shirt. Uh, you know, which before it was Cobra Kai, guys, it was the Karate Kid, and I'm obviously wearing my the Lost Boys t-shirt, uh, maybe my favorite vampire movie. Um, wow. Maybe. Um, but, uh, and it, behind us, we've got Labyrinth, The Road Warrior, The Thing. Um, and Bloodsport. And Bloodsport. Guys, what do these movies have in common? Can anybody out there tell us? Um, also, guys, we're thinking about playing with this concept this time too, right? Double A, we're going to play with the concept of reading y'all's comments throughout the episode normally we do it during the breaks so that way we can kind of focus on our topic but we're going to just play with the idea of, of answering comments you know while we go along uh that pertain to the topic uh i think that'll be yeah that should yeah, be yeah, fine yeah. right yeah. yeah we talked about that before the show so so guys 
I ain't seen any guesses come in, so we'll definitely tell you right now. These movies all come from made in the same era, in the same decade that Double A and I were made from. Uh, so in this one, you heard our cartoon episode, We Love the 80s Cartoons. But now the 80s strike back, <laughs> this time in movie form, guys. We've done, uh, again, 80s cartoons and we've done 70s movies. Yeah. But Double A wanted to talk about the 80s. Yeah, so like back in season one, we talked about what a great decade the 70s was as far as films. It really pushed the envelope, kind of left the 60s and 50s kind of in the background. It was like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is 70s. We got younger directors now, younger actors. You know, they pushed the boundaries to what would become the 80s. So, you know, what I was saying, Sam, is like, you know, you had like a really good slew of directors that really wanted to make really hard film cinemas. Right. We had guys like Clint Eastwood coming out, like Dirty Harry, Mm -hmm. Charles Bronson, you know, coming out with the Death Wishes. Right. You know, you had those kind. You have Al Pacino coming out. You had Robert De Niro coming out, Martin Scorsese, Francis Ford Coppola, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. All those guys were bringing a new flavor in. Mm -hmm. 80s, though, while the 70s were pretty graphic and dark, dark, the 80s bought a lot of more fun. More explosions, more raunchiness, more jokes, yeah, more more heroes, more villains. You yeah. know, it just, was kind of like the '60s was like peace and love, and then the '70s was kind of like the darkness of the of, war, of, of the Vietnam you know, War, and, yeah. and again, kind of these the bitterness, hard, hard news movies. Yeah. So in the '80s, we needed to have fun again. We needed to laugh again. We needed to be, you know, uh, show the, the the lighter side, so to speak. And so we get a lot of great stuff besides ourselves out of the 80s and again i come in at the very beginning of the 80s double a comes in about midway yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so um i love the 80s and i love 80s movies you know what i mean so i do too what a great period you yeah know? like i said <laughs> pushing more in the envelope of what the 70s did, right you know right so. and i told double a so i went through my collection just like at a glance i was scanning it to see what stood out to me and in thinking about this episode this week I only had really two movies at the top of my mind, but then as I scanned my collection, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, there's a couple more in there. And then as I just kind of gave it more thought, saw double A's set up on the wall, obviously our shirts, I'm like, a bunch more fled back to my mind, including yeah. the ones he just said, which is usually how it goes. So, <clears throat> um, Guys, we want to hear it. And Rich jumped in there and said, uh, 80s. Yeah, you got it, Rich, for sure. Uh, jump in throughout. Tell us what were your favorite movies yeah. of the 80s. Talk to us about that. We're going to definitely talk to you about ours, as well as we talk about kind of just the time frame of the movies yes. and, and what they kind of brought to that, to the, the, uh, the decade. Yeah. So like I said, in the seventies, you had guys like Jack, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson coming out, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Al Pacino, Gene Hackman, uh, Robert De Niro, uh, you know, uh, who, who else? What, oh, what are great actors? Oh man. Like Marlon Brando is uh, making Martin, a yeah. huge comeback. Right. Right. You know, Christopher Reeve really got his start there. Definitely. In you the seventies for sure. Well, in the eighties, you know, you know, in the eighties, you get kind of, newer heroes mm-hmm. you know uh where do you want to start off? what genre do you want to start um with? that kind of you know where i know we, we did talking. we did a whole episode on action before so you know we kind of talk about the but action we can kind of talk there, about that too yeah, okay you know? yeah. yeah well i mean let's start there i mean then, okay you know. so in the 80s we get you know in the 70s you kind of had like you know the clean east which is the charles mm-hmm. bronson right well here you get more muscle oh yeah more roaring up oh yeah more explosions <laughs> you get sylvester sloan with first blood you get arnold schwarzenegger with a slew of movies oh yeah you know you get bruce willis coming out in the later half of the 80s mm-hmm. you get steven seagal you get john claude van Damme. Yep, you get you chuck norris mm-hmm. i mean it's just all bigger 
you know, more machismo, more muscle. You get the entire cast of the Expendables. This is where they come from, and this is where they kind of made their names, right? Those type yeah. of movies, you yeah. know. So, I mean, um, what what sticks out for you in the action genre, Double A from the '80s? Maybe like, is there a favorite? Is yeah, there... for me, it's it's First Blood. Okay, First Blood for sure. Fantastic, and, film. and that's kind of like another area that they kind of touch on too from the '70s. Mm-hmm. First Blood, it was kind of like one of those first movies that kind of touched on the Vietnam stuff. Like the aftermath of the the soldiers coming home, right? We start right. getting a lot of those. You know, we get first blood. We get you know, uh, uh, act, uh born on the fourth of July. Born on the 4th of you July. know, we get platoon. Yeah. We get full metal jacket. We Even kind of get the, those uh, kind of the Tim Robbins Jacob's Ladder, uh, Jacob's Ladder. Is, is about more. I think it gets kind of classified as a horror a lot of times, but I mean, it is it's about horror, but it's, he's it's, a PTSD. Yeah, type vet, you know what I mean. So, but we we start getting those kind of movies. It's kind of weird, right? Because like in mm-hmm. the '70s, it's kind of like the Vietnam. Everyone hates it, but then when it's like the '80s, we kind of see the soldier side finally. Yeah, of you know, like not wanting, uh, you know, the American. You come home and you're treated like shit, right? You know, the PTSD that fucks you up, the right. drugs, the hardcore drugs that start taking over. Would you say that the 80s double a was really like maybe the birth of kind of like the yeah. kind of like your over-the-top yeah. action star yes. you know what i mean yes. like you know of course because if you see first blood part two yeah that's the one that really is like right damn the arrows that you know he shoots and they explode yeah you and know? that's when you really get like the headband and the, the, the brighter yep. red and the yep. no shirt on yep. so and, you're and, seeing and all when they're the... firing you know the the muscles you're, oh, you're, yeah. focused, you're the... not even looking at the dude you're just looking at the muscles <laughs> like you know i think any military guy would be like there's no fucking way you're holding the gun like that you know what i mean and you're hitting anything <laughs> so for sure man um i i mean and then you know you get schwarzenegger with like predator right predator. i mean yeah. sets off a franchise uh there's no little boys i know from the 80s around our age that didn't play predator you know, with their brothers, their cousins, their friends, grabbing a go glow bug at night, smashing it, smear predator blood on you. You know what I mean? Or on your jacket. And uh, I mean, it was just like, damn, this is like, and it's got Carl yeah. Weathers. It's yeah. got Bill Duke. It's yeah. got Jesse Ventura. It's a great ass cast. And it's all these like, you know, big fucking guy. That, that classic, like the perfect squad of whatever they were. Mercenaries. mercenaries. Yeah. And again, larger than life. Each one like showing off their arms in some way where you're like, damn, you know, I'd be like, well, I'd be like one of these guys, man. So it's a super badass. That's what I'm saying. It's you know? like way more over the top. It's way more fine. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they're not even against other soldiers. It's they're against a fucking super alien, the predator. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, fuck yeah, this is like mashing genres together. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah. I mean, there was really nothing like that. I don't think in the 70s for seven. Like, yeah, you had you know Alien, but you know, it's not really like she's. You know, Ripley no, is a badass, like but she's not, not like that. Like a yeah. soldier. Especially the first one, because the first one to me is kind of a horror. Like, yeah. I feel like that one's a it is more of a scary horror movie. Where you know I mean? James Cameron kind of took that in Aliens. Right. In this, in that decade, the 80s. Yeah. Kind of it took all those influences and put them in the Aliens movie. Aliens, yeah, yeah. definitely, for sure. Uh, get through a couple of comments here, too, guys. We're trying this out, trying this out where we're going to read some comments as we go. But uh, uh, Rizzo says, On that note, I heard the Expendables is doing a fourth movie. Yeah, they're trying to. We're game, we're game uh, for it. who's missing, Rizzo. Who haven't they put in yet? Who do you think, double A? Uh, who uh, was it? Because well, they can still get Keanu Reeves, 
Oh, that'd be badass. Uh, there were still a few. Uh, it's Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. They need to get Kurt Russell. They need to get, they need to get Pierce Bronson. At least one of the Bonds. I mean, can we get? You know? Yeah, that'd be awesome to uh, get him. Kim or Daniel Craig. How about how about you know? a Clint Eastwood cameo? Maybe a Clint cigar Eastwood? smoking general or something ah, like dude. that. That'd be Man, fucking that'd be the ultimate. I mean, dude, I all those guys <laughs> would bow down. You know what I mean? So that'd be really cool. I love the Expendables uh, Bulls movies. <laughs> I we talked too. about those I before. Rich says to go. To go. Yeah. Rich says uh, so many good movies in the yeah 80s. there is there is and we're gonna get through them uh, yeah Steve says oh right, he names a few go for it Full Metal Jacket Heartbreak Rich Outsiders Dune yes uh, Rich says I think Stallone top action star in the eighties with the Rambo movies and the movie Cobra oh badass and he Cobra. says and over the top as well uh, over the top is a great movie but see that's what we're, we're talking about Stallone Schwarzenegger take action to a whole new level <laughs> in the eighties. Uh, again, moral word top. It's like who can top the other, right? It was yeah. like who can have the more explosions, who can have the most kills, you know? <laughs> and it was who, great. who can do it better, you know? In Commando, Arno is like, I ate green berets for breakfast, yeah. you know? That <laughs> oh was my a gosh. big time. Commando, man, yeah. what a great, great movie there. Uh, you know, Steve mentioned a great one. See, I'm so glad that we're trying this out this way because typically, guys, we don't read the <clears> comments till the break. And if you're listening to us on the audio version, you know that you can join us every Friday night live on Facebook, uh, where we're inviting you to join the conversation. And now we're trying out reading the comments during the actual show versus during our 30 minute uh breaks, uh, because it does add so much to the conversation. But like in Heartbreak Ridge, uh, you know, I know there's that guy in there that says kind of the same thing that like, you know, he 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 kicks Marines' ass because you know, uh, obviously. Uh, Clint Eastwood is the is the uh, the drill sergeant. Um, and Rich says, "Can you throw Bruce Willis?" Yes, and he comes in in the later half of the eighties. But yes, he's the the new guy uh, yeah, that totally. comes out. You know, totally. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we get you know uh, Star Wars kind of finishes you know that saga. So right, what some people consider the better two of the Star Wars trilogy, uh, which is Empire and Jedi. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to get into the sci-fi type genre side of it or whatever so um empire is the superior movie i believe but i love jedi the best of those those two are my favorites i go back to those two the most uh you know the seriously down note of empire at the end as uh, dante says in clerks and it's like it's a it is a downer but it also leaves you like with what is going to happen next man they take Han solo off luke vader is luke's father his hand comes off spoiler alert guys sorry if you haven't seen uh, the empire strike uh, <laughs> i hate to ruin that one for you but uh i'm like yeah like what the fuck you know what i mean like you need jedi and you get it and you we get empire in what uh 80 80 and, and then, then you, you get, get uh jedi in 83 return, return in 83 yeah. excuse me yeah yeah uh so two star wars movies one decade at the beginning it's so funny to me because when Jedi comes out in 83, I'm two. Uh, but I feel like I grew up with that movie. Like, it's just, it's a part of my consciousness. It's like, I, Return of the Jedi is awesome. Like, Green Lightsaber Luke in All Black was, like, so badass to me. You know what I mean? And it's weird. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, well, we must have been watching that on, like, Columbia House VHS that our <laughs> parents got or something. But, damn, I mean, was it awesome, you know? Um, what else, Double When you get when you think sci fi, I mean, would it, yeah, so Aliens comes out, James Cameron comes out after doing Terminator, mm -hmm. huge success with Terminator, also 80s, right? 80s, yeah. 84, you know, with the badass storyline, mm -hmm. Arnold really breaking out. Oh, yeah, you know, this really cool story of a you know, the, the future Earth is taken over by robots, they send the machine, you know, they send one of their soldiers back to protect the. Uh, 
you know, John Connor's mom, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, because they won the war. They did kind of end up winning the war. And the machines not wanting to, you know, lose, they go back in time. They send right. the machine back in time. Yeah. You know, and that just starts off a whole new franchise. And what a concept, right? What a great idea. Yeah. And then here you have, you know, Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor, this, this, just a, Greg, not even a mom yet. She's not even a mom. She's just this not average yet. woman. And, uh, you know, it's a neat story and it's a thriller and it's scary. You know what I mean? Arnold's very scary and intimidating in that in that and movie. Then, yeah, and then he tops that with aliens. You know, mm-hmm. uh, bringing in the soldier aspect into the alien world. You know, and again, turn. You know, we go from Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor, to him making Ripley. You know, Sigourney Weaver, another badass. Yeah. You know, heroine in yep. that in this decade. You Big know? time. Yeah, and <clears throat> and aliens. I know many people when I we talk about the aliens, but that's their favorite one. I mean, one. it is. It, it's really superior than the first one. Honestly, it's it has better actors, better you know directing. Well, I hate saying that because I like Ridley Scott, mm-hmm. uh, but James Cameron knows how to do action. You do know? you feel like those those are two names right there, Double? You could say, would you say they made their name more in the eighties? Yeah, know, Cameron and Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blade Runner. Blade Runner. You know, you, you want to go yeah. back to science fiction, and that connects too with the alien world. Mm-hmm. You know, Blade Runner do with you, Harrison Ford. And here's a guy that I, I don't know why I didn't think about him. Whatever. There's another guy that we just. Uh, it's one of those movies. That's one of those consummate eighties guy movies. Um, RoboCop. I another science fiction love Robocop, With, man. You know, we posted this like sometime a long time ago. How we said that might be the best group of villains. Oh my in gosh, a yeah, movie Clarence Boddicker. Oh my and goodness, that gang of goons Golly. were the fucking worst, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> what a fucking group of scumbags, man. Future Detroit, um, man, a, a cop is is blown to pieces by this gang led by uh you know, Clarence, Clarence Boddicker. Boddicker. Um, and uh what do they do? They have this idea to make him into uh a half man, half machine cop, robocop. Well, you it's know supposed what I mean? to be all machine. That's right. That's yeah, right. Because he uh, like lose the arm. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's what is it? What was the tagline? It was like uh, well, I think it was part man, part machine, yeah. all cop. Yeah, was it what it was? And what a badass he was, you know, spinning the gun around, you know, TJ Laser. How many times do you think you watched that movie in your youth, Double A? So many times. It, were you, it's the, infinitely quotable. The language, the the acting, you know, the over-the-top, you know, uh, golly, the, just how cool it was to just see a RoboCop, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think also, too, see the, the, the uh, theme song. How right. iconic is dun, the theme dun, song? Dun, 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 you know? dun, hey, 209. Dun, dun. Oh Dick my Joe? god, that scene. Yeah. yeah. Dick, you're fired. <laughs> so great comments rolling in. We don't want to miss anything. What, uh, what does Riz say there? I he think. goes, Michael Keaton, Batman, like 89, like Bruce Willis caused a big outrage. Yeah, oh yeah, man. That was huge. Uh, you know, we, we're gonna definitely get to Batman in 89 because it's the end of, of the decade. And really, you know, you could say Superman gave people the bravery to do superhero movies in the in the in the seventies, but then those eighties ones kind of were a bummer to some people, although I like like three, uh, you know what I mean? And, and two. And we're gonna two, talk two about that. We're gonna talk about that too. Um uh, but uh what else? Uh, uh Yelly in the house, she said what's up, Primo? Oh, what is up, Yelitsa? Uh Steve says the biggest guns. <laughs> <laughs> 
Primos, prima, what's up, Yelly? Uh, what uh, else we got? Rich says, I read somewhere Howard the Duck was related to Marvel. True, yes, yeah, he is a yeah. Marvel character. He debuted in Marvel Comics. That's where Howard the Duck comes from. I believe that the movie plays fast and loose with uh, yes, the character. Yes, it does. Yeah, uh, Rich. Because he is uh, a popular character. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I forgot that I can do this, guys. I haven't been doing this, but there we go. See Rich's comment right there. Uh, Rich also says, Robocop was an awesome movie, no doubt. Uh Holty Bear says Harrison Ford, uh, Han Solo, and, and we'll Indiana Jones. To, yep, we'll definitely, get to the man. Blade Runner himself. Uh, Friday Nighter, uh, uh, <coughs> Untamable Amy says, uh, whoever doesn't watch our kick ass show blows goats. Oh, uh, okay. Not going to argue with you there. Uh, what What is the uh, next one in there? Rich says Robocop versus Terminator. Who wins? That that actually is a comic book. You can uh, I think you can yeah. pick that up. That's me, a great though, question. I'm going to have to go Terminator. I think I'm going to go Terminator 2. Yeah. Uh, not T2, that is a great movie, that's, but that's in the 90s. But I am also going to say the Terminator would, would unfortunately best RoboCop. Uh, Holtz Vera says, uh, the boardroom scene alone, poor Kenny. Exactly. When you're getting action like that, right in the beginning, you're like, what the fuck is what going am I on, watching? Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? And then the car, the 6000 SUX in RoboCop. I mean, you just can't go wrong with stuff like that, guys. It's so 80s, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm watching an 80s movie because it's over the top. We also get things like, uh, are we still in sci-fi? Yeah. Total Recall. Uh, no, that's 90s. Oh, but, I did not know that. But we get two from John Carpenter. We mm -hmm. get The Thing, a fucking crazy alien movie that just paranoia up the ass, you know, just... You're Scary, all alone too, in freaky. Antarctica. Mm -hmm. You don't know who, who to trust. Great Kurt Russell movie. Great fucking alien movie. And I'm not gonna lie, I barely saw that one. Maybe I like remember. in the last year or so. Um, but speaking of Kurt Russell, I will talk about one that I love from Kurt Russell in the '80s: Big Trouble in Little China, which is a huge inspiration for the Mortal Kombat game. If mm -hmm. you don't know that, mm -hmm. I know the, yeah. the rating characters come from that. Right, that movie, right. the Shang Tsung character comes from uh, the uh, yeah. the old man, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lopan, Lopan, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, huge, huge inspiration for Mortal Kombat. So, our uh, girl is in it, uh, Kim Cattrall, right? Kim Cattrall the beautiful green it. eyes, yes. and I was gonna say, Porky's is seventies, right? No, eighties. Porky's is the eighties. Yeah. Okay, yes. so she's in that one. Is yes, that correct? Yeah, yes. she's the the the, the moaner or whatever she's the caller in that. <laughs> yeah. So, um great great uh um what a great mixture. emergence yeah you it's know? like that one in golden child i always put together okay because you know that chinese kind of like mythology right, right. so we get that another kurt russell we get escape from new york uh-huh future snake Plinskin, people love snake Plinskin, you know, Plinskin, man. Yeah. new york city is one big prisons uh city you know that's all new york is it's a prison yeah, you know? it's kind of funny because Kurt Russell gets a little bit pushed to the back because there's so many other big names in the 80s, but he did his share oh, and it yeah, was really great. Or the thing, you know, not to mention comedy because I love Overboard. Overboard. I love Overboard. So yeah. hilarious. That was one that I watched a lot yeah. of times uh, in that time. Um, uh, and then we get one of my all time favorites again from John Carpenter. They live. Man, um, I love that movie with the great late late great Roddy Roddy Piper. Love it. You know, what a great fucking movie. And Keith David, right? Keith David. That's a movie that you can do now, especially now, with that same message and get it through. Would you want a remake? You know what? It'd be interesting because he did so well with that. I because know. 
if you look at humanity right now, we we listen to everything they say on Facebook, on Twitter, on yeah, Instagram. It is true. You know, it like, would be interesting to introduce the social media. That's what aspect. I'm saying. That'd be it, really cool to see. All right, I got some casting for you. Don't we? They live remake starring Sebastian Stan as the Roddy Piper role. Oh, I can and see Sebastian. Anthony Mackie as the Keith David role. That's Falcon cool. and the Winter Soldier are back yeah, and they live cool. the remake. Cool. <laughs> Any other casting suggestions that Friday Night Faithful has, please I let like us those. know. I like but those. I love they live that fight scene is a fucking on its own is a dope fight scene like i'm like damn this is a yeah. really badass fight scene yeah. like they're really going at it but you know the sunglasses the aliens so original you so know, cool yeah. man like yeah. you know the 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 obey you have that shirt yes, right? I do. the obey yeah. is consume so, obey sleep so iconic yeah. you see it that face you know you're like hey they live you know what i mean so um Another one that people might not forget about, might forget about, but I believe Alien Nation was a movie first. That's that right. It comes that's out right. during that time. That's it was uh, the eighties was heavy with aliens. People e. loved ET. E. E. You know, I mean ET probably. You know, I know for it's a long the time. Biggest one, yeah. For a long time, Spielberg said he would never do an alien as as um, violent or malevolent. He always wrote one aliens to be uh, welcoming. You know what I mean? Uh, until he did the War of the Worlds uh, remake when he huh. did. And that was his first time with the Tom Cruise. Yeah. One. He said he, he made the aliens, but they were they were like the killer bad aliens, whatever. But, you know, E.T., I think the uh, Close Encounters, his aliens were always kind of like nicer aliens. Whatever. But E.T. is a fucking classic. I mean, it's it's it is what it is i mean you know it's it's awesome i love et um it's great you know what i mean but yeah aliens were extremely prevalent in the 80s you know um what do we got comment wise uh it's on the reflexes holt says that's right he called her lassie that's um, it. uh-huh porkies uh-huh he, he brings in another carpenter movie the fog mm. uh rich says big trouble and jason says short circuit i love short, short circuit, circuit. jc yeah and short circuit too I think they're both in the 80s, but I love Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive. Did that scene where they destroy the robot and he's leaking oil and shit. I mean, I was a little kid. I was like in tears. I was like, man, what the fuck? They fucking killed the robot. Shit was <laughs> fucked up, you know? But great movie. Again, it felt like a decade of wonderment, right? Like there's more robots. There's more aliens. There's, you know, all this shit. Like it's like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like you're pandering to like, again, you're like, let's get away from war and yeah. all the fucking yeah. bad shit, man. Let's bring some wonderment with some aliens and some monsters that are like in big trouble and and you know all that shit. Gremlins, you get gremlins. I love again. I'm thinking of the ones that I saw so many freaking times, double A, that like I could recite them, repeat them. <laughs> I could remember scene for scene almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They just were always on when I did that columbia house thing what my i got from my dad's letter and i was picking up these are the movies i'd pick you know what i mean i put my 20 movies for one cent you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it would be these those type of movies where i probably still have those vhs cut off or anything away <laughs> but uh let's see uh jason also says a couple more here chopping mall i know that's a favorite of friday night that's john. Uh, oh, that's john. oh yeah. sorry john uh john says uh chopping mall and then batteries not included G great uh great choices man i'll tell you and we get you know the road warrior mm. i mean golly what an inspiration for futuristic movies and man also big for wrestling yeah. uh demolition got their look from them the road warriors got the their road name, Warriors, the name. yeah the the you know the the fucking shoulder pads they what got year is the, the first one 80 uh Mad Max is in the seventies. Okay, and then this one was like eighty one. Okay. okay, so but this one, golly, Road Warrior is so good. Yeah, you know, really good, and like I said, a huge influence on, you know, the wrestling scene. 
you know, yeah. throughout the 80s. And I barely you know? did my run on those movies. Again, my first time around, I know I get often accused by uh, uh, Joe from uh, Now Watch This about things I haven't seen. But yeah, for even for me, there was so much stuff in the 80s. And again, I spent, excuse me, so much time, Double A, watching the same stuff over and over again that it was like I didn't really <laughs> allow myself, you know, sometimes time to watch other stuff because I was like, oh, man. So like I said, I barely saw the thing in maybe the last, you know, two years. The Mad Max is the Road Warrior, it, barely probably in the last two years as well. Those movies, but again, because I watched Big Trouble Little China, RoboCop, Terminator, Predator, Commando, so many damn times. How many uh, sleepovers do we have? You know, me and your brothers, we be watching the same shit like all damn night. We watch, you know, Three Amigos. You know what I mean? Another classic uh, '80s, you know, comedy in that genre, just over and over again, man. Infinitely quotable. Uh, let's see, Rizzo says. Uh, Back to the Future, and then all the huge movies. We definitely are going to talk about those, yeah. man. He says, but y'all are going to get there totally, man. Double uh, A, what do you got next on the uh, on the on the blotter well, there? You know, we we get to the eighties, and man, the comic book world kind of opens up. Mm-hmm. You know, with Superman happening in the seventies, you get you know we get part three and part four in this decade. We get Conan the Barbarian and Conan the Destroyer, two hugely yeah. influential movies. We get Red Sonia. We get Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. We get Swamp Thing. We yep. get a Swamp That's Thing right. movie. That's right. From Wes Craven, too, of all people. See, people like to say, like, oh, everything is comic book movies now. No, 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 guys. Comic book movies have been around. Yeah. They've been coming out. You just didn't know that they were coming from comic books. Now, what's great about Conan, you know, especially The Barbarian, right, Double is that. Oh, my goodness. Now Arnold's speaking. It's a speaking role. It's a, well, it's a, it's a more. In Barbarian, he, he speaks, but not mm-hmm. a whole lot. That right. movie is just like a hard, hard rated R. But definitely gory. more than. Uh, uh, Terminator, because he oh, yeah. really spoke. No, he Terminator, no, he doesn't yeah. even. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I know that they were saying, because uh, again, this speaking of our episode, you know, we have the power episode about He Man, in the episode with, um, in the uh, documentary, the uh, Power of Grayskull documentary, they were saying how they wanted to tie stuff together with uh, before it was He Man, it was going to be like a Conan line, yes. and then yes. when they found out that it was rated R. They were like, no, we no. can't have yeah. we can't have the toys associated with that because it's a rated R movie. How, how can we sell kids' toys on a rated R movie? They can't even go watch a damn movie. So that's where He Man kind of got birthed out of that. Whatever. But there were things that carried over, like him carrying the axe, um, you know. But then other things they had to lose, like the horn helmet and all that. So, um, but I was, you know, that, that was very interesting. That you know, Conan kind of opened the door for the fantasies movies that would come later on. But, you know, you got James Earl Jones, powerhouse performance. A lot of people kind of forget about his performance in Conan the Barbarian. Oh, amazing. Dosa Doom. Dosa Doom. Awesome Dosa Doom. Yeah. And like I said, Swamp Thing. Man, that's that was a cool property to tackle. When did you ever see something like that's that? That's what I'm saying. So, like, uh, creepy looking. And, yeah. And uh, I even think that in the 80s, too, we get the birth, and uh, somebody will correct me out there, but the trauma films, we get, like, you know, Toxic Avenger. Yeah, Again, that's right. It's that's like, right. you know, he comes out of that. I mean, like, you. this was also a time for that to come out, like the birth of this, like, sub-genre almost of, cult like movies that came yeah. out you know what i mean it was it was again it was a time for kind of wonderment and like it, let's throw it anything against the wall and see what sticks now obviously though some of those are really rocky you know conan barbarian was a success mm-hmm. destroyer was okay superman three and four kind of fell off yeah swamp thing is more of a cult movie you know so they're still kind of having like that 
you, you, you know, backlogs. You, you say things getting rocky, not to mention there were some rocky movies in the 80s too that movies. were not the most low movies. Yeah. Although I love part four. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? For a long time, that was actually the highest grossing mm-hmm. Rocky yeah. was four. Yeah. You and know, I think so. three is in the 80s as well. Three, yes. Which three, four, three or four in the 80s. Still yes. very, very good, I think. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're, they're, I think they're fun. They're fun to watch. But, you know, like like I said, right, Sonia, you know, it, it mm-hmm. kind of bombs. Mm-hmm. You know, three and Superman three and four are not critically acclaimed like mm-hmm. one and two are. Swamp Thing again, it's like a, a it's a cult movie. More Howard the Duck bombs hard. Yeah. Uh, but at the end, uh, CM, we get Batman, and yeah. that kind of gives them like people like another chance again. Kind of like what Superman did at the end of the seventies, mm-hmm. Batman does at the end of the nineties. And man, what a what an explosion that was for the comic book world. Oh man, you know? totally. I mean, like uh, like Rizzo said earlier here, he says Michael Keaton Batman eighty nine is like it, like like Bruce Willis being kind of an extra. It caused a, a bit of outrage, and it was it was true because you know people were like Michael Keaton's gonna be Batman, like Mister Mom. You know what I mean? Another great eighties movie. But it was like you know, uh, it didn't seem to go. And in one of my all time favorite movies, probably in my top twenty, but Michael Keaton had already been in Beetlejuice. With Tim Burton. With Tim the Burton. The two submarine, you know? So, yeah, you're getting that emergence of that director, Tim Burton, coming out and doing that amazing, incredibly original Beetlejuice, which is just like uh, nothing we've ever seen. But we're going to take a quick break, guys, and yeah, we'll be right be back. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you guys for hanging out during that quick break. Sorry that I missed the break earlier in the episode. Normally I do it after the first 30 minute block. And again, we're trying something new. If you happen to be free and you're and you're joining us live on Facebook, uh, join the conversation. We're, again, we're talking about a whole decade of movies in the 80s. Uh, and all quick, genres. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm stuffy. Uh, allergies really kicked my ass. Uh, something flew in Wednesday. And mm-hmm. it's been kicking my ass. So. You're not the only one, man. My girlfriend's got it raging. Yeah. I, I it, keep on a regimen on Wednesday. Shit. Yeah. It started on Wednesday for me. So if, if I sound stuff here, I'm blowing up. You know, I'm, I'm stuffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. South Texas, guys. Let me tell it's you. It's bad. Hey. Living, living down south in Texas is, is mm-hmm. horrible. Like a big, we're like in a big dust bowl. You know yeah. I mean? like if yeah. I, Somebody told me, like, we live, like, in an area where you're going to have allergies no yeah. matter what. <laughs> yeah. That my allergies are, are the worst here than they've been in any other places. I've lived. I know. It's been, like, years. I was, you think that you would acclimate, right? You've been here your whole life. I was happy too because I was like, man, the mask has really been helping me with the allergies, mm-hmm. not just with the COVID, but with yeah. the allergies. And man, whatever, whatever, fucking the rain brought in or blew in, it, it's kicking my ass right yeah. now. And that too, since the weather changes so rapidly, you know, we just had downpour the other day, and it's like it just blows in all yeah, this shit. But, yeah. So I'm sorry yeah. if I sound something around blowing really loud. I'm sorry. We digress on the on the weather, but Dolan, you're all forgiven, man, on that. But uh Yeah, but again, uh so you know, we're talking about like man, the eighties was all about patriotism, America, and golly, if the fucking Russians were not were the bad guys in every fucking movie you saw from 
Red Dawn to Rocky to James Bond. <laughs> and again, that's you know? that's kind of like the the art imitates life, life imitates art thing, because it's kind of like that's in the public <laughs> consciousness, right? Like we're in the Cold War or whatever, and like the news is telling us that these are the bad guys. So you're like, okay, let me write that into my movie. You know what I mean? Uh, so Friday Nighter Holty says the studio should have spent money for Richard Pryor on Brainiac. Ooh. Yeah, which I was surprised to learn that that was supposed to be Brainiac. Can I was like, imagine? oh wow, okay. can you imagine? Okay. Yeah, that. But again, that's cool. them taking not taking that seriously can right. you imagine brainiac if they would have done it right that oh yeah so cool i mean you kind of get the way that the that chick looks that part yeah. is scary when his it sister gets wrapped up scary. with all the metal yeah. i mean it's kind of like you know the look was kind of there especially that that uh super friends brainiac looked like that like a metallic yeah kind he of, did i remember that figure uh what does rich say here double a i could tell you uh this in the 80s the world was not so sensitive Mm-hmm. as it is now and that's why those movies in the 80s will always be the best yeah they yeah. didn't hold anything back on those yeah no whatsoever. arguments there man it was boobs booze yeah partying yeah. having fun kind of like we've talked about the music of the 80s yeah. before too this is where you get like the hair bands yeah, and the did, glam bands and nothing like, but a good time yeah literally rock and roll all night party every day you know what i mean so and you know again we kind of needed that from the very dark sobering 70s, 70s yeah. and and again the vietnam war and it's like and essentially we were in we were in peacetime, you yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. uh you get police academy and it's oh my goodness freaking fun, that right? That first fucking police academy. I love, I it, love so it so much, much too, man. I, I don't know about the other ones, but golly, that first one is a fucking classic. It yeah. makes me laugh all the time. Oh yeah, there's so much in there. The Blue Oyster Club, golly. you oh, know, yeah, Mahoney. Yeah. yeah, the party's gonna be at this club called Blue Oyster. <laughs> You know, it's a and gay the, club. The classic yeah. setup. You know what I mean? Like, you know, again, like Rich said back before the time of sensitivity, where you know <clears throat> it's tongue in cheek. It's 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 meant very, to be laughed very, at, but it's not. Yes. You know, it's not. It's not meant to be hurtful. You know what I mean? But this is just like what was funny at the time. If you pulled a prank like that on somebody, it would be funny. You know what I mean? Um, what else? They got Revenge of the Nerds. Oh my god! Kind of just like re- what Animal House did in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Nerds reinvents in the 80s yeah Golly. i watched revenge of the nerds uh i probably shouldn't have been watching it my dad wouldn't let me watch it and it was just so hilarious i mean golly that first part where you see ogre he's holding someone upside down yeah and he sees lewis and and, and gilbert he's like nerds yeah nerds. <laughs> and he's like oh shit i think they're talking to us yeah and you see you know ted mcginley you know jefferson darcy man that guy is so perfect as that fucking asshole oh yeah you know that terrorizer that just fucking hates nerds god mm-hmm. and it's just so much fun i mean from the uh the onset the beginning you know the, with uh um lewis waking up like in his clothes he's already yeah. like, fully dressed, yeah, he's already you know dressed. I mean? and the dad's a nerd and dropping him off at college and the nerds are like outed by john goodman and all of them john it's goodman so too. oh my gosh isn't he stellar? He's in that? fucking funny in that movie. And if you want to see like kind of like a skinny ish yeah. John Goodman, yeah, he was great in that, movie. In that one. Yeah. yeah, but it's so hilarious. There's so many things that are iconic that come out of the movie. I watch it over and over again. And yeah, it's got tits in it, and I a would, lot of it. I would want to watch a again lot. to see the tit scenes when I was it's little. Worth it. It's worth it. It's just the tit scenes. I mean, they show everything. Oh so. yeah, yeah. That's my pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love Revenge of the Nerds, and don't get enough of it. It's so great, and of course, you know it spawns sequels, but they're not as good. And you know they, you know what I felt like the eighties no, did a lot too. Double I felt like what they would do is that you would have this success, right? Like Conan the Barbarian or Revenge <laughs> of the Nerds, but then they clean it up because they yeah. want to bring in more. Yeah, people. let's yeah. take this rated R movie and make it PG thirteen, and that's what kind of sucked. You you kind of lose that luster that you get 
And then Jason brings up a, a high school movie that kind of changes the game. Porky's. Mm-hmm. Golly, fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, you want to talk about raunchy? That's fucking Porky's right there. All With the uh, meat, the first one, meat. and then meat's in yep. there. Yeah, those yep. movies are great. Uh, just, you know, get it at Porky's. I mean, like, it's just, uh, again, fun. Like, you know, you almost see yourself being like, oh, I wish that, you know, it was like that now. You know what I mean? Like, I wish we could, there was a place like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Doing that stuff. You know what I mean? And again, at the time, we're guys that are like, we're not of that age yet. We'd be going into that age. We wouldn't be that age till the 90s. You know what I mean? But, you know, it just was, again, that good Is time. Is there a Mike Hunt? Mike Hunt? Rich is big fan of the 48 Hours movies. Too funny in action as well. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, man. The 48 Hours, especially that first one. Again, like you kind of said, yeah. it's 48 Hours, another 48 Hours. Kind of, It's kind of cleaned up mm-hmm. with that first one. Exactly. Yeah, and again, we talked about Richard Pryor earlier. I, mean, I said the only one bigger part at the time was Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. the king of the he comedy kills world. in that movie. 48 Hours, he's stellar, man. And then you also get him in what else? Trading, Trading Places. Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Cop. Cop. The Goated Child. You know, I mean, golly, the man, he killed it. The man the was killing it. You know what I mean? This is the guy that comes from the 70s, Saturday Night Live, killing it there. Then, he, I mean, this is the model that yeah. guys like Chris Rock yeah. and Kevin Hart would yeah. follow because, again, he was an African-American that was uh, extremely marketable, extremely bankable. Raw. Yeah. I mean, yep. dude, and, and Delirious off of that, too. So the stand-up scene. But then that, I mean, it's just, uh, and those movies are fantastic, dude. The first, Beverly Hills Cop. And first two. The second first one. Two. The second one was no, great, the first too. two, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, and then, and then uh, uh, 48 Hours, and, of course, uh, Trading Places is just it's Trading a, Places a complete classic, man. Yeah, complete classic. Yeah. Um, but let's see what else. Steve in the house. He says, "Remember Taps?" Movie. Yeah, because also there was Red Dawn, I believe. And yeah, that was another. Yeah. That, that was Dawn. another. You know, it, it kind of felt like that too, right? In the eighties, that there was like yes. you know somebody did a movie like that. Like, we're gonna do yes. a movie like that. So there yes. was like these competing movies that were like kind of the same thing. So great, great pick on that one. Early eighties, they're definitely. And then uh, Rich says, "Could he be the top comedian actor in the eighties? No, I would doubt. like to think so. A lot yeah. of people, there's a lot of Bill Murray fans that would probably say maybe he would be the, the maybe the mm-hmm. top comedian." Maybe even Chevy Chase. Yeah, maybe. Chevy Chase. Too. But for yeah. me, for laughs, just pure laughs, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, definitely. That and guy's you know, fucking hilarious. You bring up two guys right there, uh, Double A, that had tremendous runs in the eighties. Oh, yes. In in you know uh, comedy genres. So let's just run it down. Let's go Chevy Chase first. So oh, the Vacation movies alone. Yeah, you know the first one. Euro vacation, Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. Like golly, those are three classics. Yeah, not only that, but he's in uh, you know, again, three amigos. Three amigos, uh, the Fletch movies. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, Chevy Chase <clears throat> is, is coming into his own, but definitely Caddyshack. You know, uh, yeah, Caddyshack. And then you got Bill Murray and that, that, that one with him. But you get Chevy Chase becoming this uh if he wasn't already a household name, I mean he's definitely one there, especially, you know, as uh um Clark Griswold. I mean, like oh, that's an iconic man. character. The ultimate family guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the one that if you have a family, you probably had so many incidents like Clark Griswold has and, had. And I have to admit, I I give all the credit to the Now Watch This podcast with Lucky and Joe. I had never seen the first one until oh, very recently. Okay. They just covered that episode because Lucky Damn. went to vacation right. and he 
kind of crossed country. He went okay. from, he drove from here to California. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And uh, Joe was pretty much kind of saying, like, did you have some, you know, Clark Griswold moments? And uh, he said nothing that extreme. But when I watched that movie, I was laughing so much. I was so glad because it's on HBO Max. I think all of them are on HBO Max right now. I was like, I watched it before I heard the episode and I was laughing so much because I was like, this fucking guy can't get a win. You know what I mean? No. Like he every no. single moment. And, and I'm like. You know, when he snaps at the end, I'm almost like, yeah, fuck it. You know at the I mean? end, yeah. And he's he like, just... y'all are fucking nuts. Like, he's telling them, like, I'm like, yeah, he's right. Like, you know, you run your household. Like, I I have, you know, I'm not a dad dad, but I run my household too. And it's like, I feel like that. <laughs> they're always like, why are you not so fucking high strung? I'm like, because y'all are fucking crazy if you think they're not going to do something after all this shit you know what i mean he's like you know the family's like let's turn around and go home from all the world he's like i don't think so <laughs> we're fucking gonna go in one way or another i loved it i was laughing so much and it makes me eager to watch the other ones more christmas thoroughly. vacation is my favorite one out of the four christmas vacation yeah that one i barely Love watched it. my first time this last christmas too i'd always Love it. i'd always seen these movies in parts guys like i knew the parts or whatever but you know when you watch it beginning to end especially as an adult it's different you know what i mean so uh totally oh, great beverly d'angelo oh man so hot uh jesus is johnny oh, b good anthony michael hall great okay. one right there right. great pick yeah and then uh, <laughs> uh steve says agrees uh, with uh, eddie murphy being the king of the 80s no doubt um double a where do you want to go next i mean man we've already traveled all over the 80s but but what genre do you feel like we maybe we didn't think or didn't touch about and i know there's a big one and it's kind of sitting right behind us here mr uh gareth right there yeah you want to go into it the, yeah the fantasy realm man it really opens up during the 80s and guys we might not go that deep and don't get mad at but <clears> we have probably we we have been talking about a fantasy episode period for a while uh so that no, but, still you know it really with... does open up i mean you mm -hmm. get dark crystal you get the never ending story mm -hmm. you get labyrinth you get excalibur one of my all-time favorite movies love it you get highlander ah, love it. i Man. i saw that in my collection how do you feel about this era with fantasy movies you get legend legend about i was legend. about to say legend you, you get you know the david barry the david bowie you know mm -hmm. jared the goblin king mm -hmm. you get you know darkness from legend mm -hmm. you know you get all these big big creatures you know these yeah you know, where, where do you stand on the oh, fantasy man. realm i mean even with us having better cgi and all that now and maybe more acceptance towards the fantasy world and even uh with the lord of the rings and the hobbits i still feel like this might be the true greatest the 80s era oh, of the fantasy Willow. movies and willow and i mean it's uh, those <laughs> oh, names rich. <laughs> yeah, right there, there you go rich. Good call. <laughs> those names right there are those movies guys iconic i can watch them again and again, I mean, and again. they still yeah. hold up they're still fantastic we're probably missing some my mom used to love a uh, beastmaster huge beastmaster Beast fan um and I know we're missing some people are going to kill us on, on some of the ones we're missing. Guys, what fantasy movies are missing? But this was the not only the birth, but maybe the golden age of the fantasy movie. My wife and her sisters love Labyrinth. Yeah. Love, love that movie. You, you love could, the soundtrack. Yeah. Love David Bowie. Love Jennifer Conley. He looks I great. She looks love great. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I love Legend. I own Legend. Oh, Legend. The Prince of Darkness. Golly. Tim Curry as a Prince Tim of Darkness. Tim Curry. One of the most iconic Golly. looking villains ever on screen. A true fucking devil. Like the, If the I devil looked that like look. that, you'd yeah. shit your goddamn pants. Yeah. You'd be like, 
fuck that. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a weird. Sorry, guys. We blipped out there. It was weird. But uh, yeah. Um, love Tim Curry. I thought the voice, you know what I mean? The eyes, the teeth. I mean, like, uh, and also, too, that gal from, uh, she's a. Man, I forget her name. Yes. She's for Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's, yeah. Yes. How about that for an iconic she's high school movie? movie? too, yeah. That's yeah. not a John Hughes movie. No. But it feels like a John Hughes what? movie. Almost. Sure. Ferris Bueller's Day. No, that is. It is. Okay, yes. it is. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. I mean, so that's. Oh, where it says Flash Gordon. Yes. There you go. Flash Gordon. I knew that one. That's the definitely Queen one soundtrack. Up there. Mm-hmm. The great Queen soundtrack. Ming. Man. Ming. Yeah, and we will get, obviously, Ted paid to read Excalibur. You know, I was speaking to Holti Bear earlier. I love the Arthur Legends. That, for me, is the number one Arthur movie and everything else comes a distant second for me. Yeah. I love that movie. I can remember renting that on VHS uh, in the 90s, I think, and watching it on a recliner in my uh, living room at the, my old parents' house. It's not far from here. And just watching it in the afternoon and loving it. And my dad's like, what'd you rent? And I was like, Excalibur. And he was like, oh, it's a great movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I'm seeing, who am I seeing? Liam Neeson. Yeah. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart yeah. uh, I mean, this great uh, cast. What's her name? Uh, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah, great boobs in that movie. Again, oh, that movie has super boobs. Super hot. And super, that super fucking, hot. Uh, you know, the famous, nah, 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 nah. It comes from that movie, you know But, I mean? you know, everything about the Arthur legend is there. The Holy Grail, mm-hmm. Avalon, mm-hmm. the Lady in the Water. Yep. You know, Excalibur, Merlin. Merlin badass Merlin. Morgan, Morgana Le Fay, You know, everything is there. You know. Guinevere and the Lancelot, Lancelot thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fucking dope, man. I mean, I love Excalibur. Great movie. Just great movie. I mean, you know, like Highlander, I said. You know, yeah. you get Sean Connery. Uh, Christopher Lambier, Clancy Brown. I mean, golly. The first one is so iconic. So iconic. It's really a a great film. So quotable. So fun. Me and my uncle will sometimes just send each other messages. My Uncle Bill, that'll just be... It's just Highlander quotes. There's no context. Just quote, 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 quote. What a great beginning, right? It's it's Sean Connery narrating, and then you get the the Princes of the Universe. You get Freddie Mercury. Here we are. But, you know, like, yeah, and I know Marquise loves the lyrics. I remember when yeah. he first saw it at our house, and he was like, Man, that's a really badass song. The yeah. lyrics are really fucking killer. That's cool. I, I, don't like, even, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I mean, he but, loved uh, that song. It was Princess of the Universe. I'm you know? always telling you, I'm telling you, know, I tell my sister, I'm like, We're brothers, Macau. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I love it. You know what I mean? Like, it's the quickening, like that whole beginning. Uh, his bitch wife, McLeod's bitch wife, <sighs> then he gets. The, the much better uh, Heather, who's like, I was like, that's wait right. A, I wait a, about that first one. Way to upgrade McLeod, yeah. you know what I mean? But then the sadness of the, the you know, aging. Heather was the best. She was even better yeah, than the was. one he got later. Yeah, was. And I was like, yes. she sucked, whatever. Yeah. The Kurgan, I mean. Oh, uh, Clancy Brown. Who uh, had a great voice acting career yes. later on. Yes, now, he did. Lex Luthor and yeah, a bunch of people, you know what I mean? He's fantastic. Oh. So, uh, I mean, Highlander is definitely one of our top favorite movies yeah. of all time. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's excellent, excellent, excellent. I think we get the sequel in the 80s, too, don't we? Uh, no. No. no it didn't no. come to the 90s? But the, it starts a whole franchise, you know, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. the series, everything. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of like a lot. Like, Beastmaster had a TV series. That's right, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, some, some of them have, you know, yeah, they spawned a lot of stuff. Uh, Rich says, uh, what about John Candy? Uh, I can't say top comedy star. Uh, John Candy. Yeah, I would definitely see because you got Uncle Buck. That's uh, right. That's right. We have Great uh, Outdoors. Great Outdoors. Yeah. Uh, 
plane, trains, and automobiles. That's right. Uh, he is in vacation. You know what I mean? Like, but, kind but of like the a small role. Air. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I mean that was definitely like it, I think really to us, John Candy only existed in the eighties. So you know, we didn't really get any more John Candy. You know what I mean? So you know, besides that kind of run, I know he comes out in Home Alone. You know what I mean? Briefly, but I mean it was like. He didn't get those, it, that other vehicle. You know, his really. kind of career comes like hand in hand with John Hughes. Because yeah. those are John Hughes movies. Yeah. Which I got to say, you know, if we're going to break out, John Hughes has to be almost the guy for the 80s. For sure. I um, mean, um, you I'll, know, The Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, mm-hmm. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. Um, you know, Uncle Buck. Either he wrote these movies or he directed them. He wrote the, the vacation movies, all of them. You know, that was his. So he was either writing these big movies or he was directing these big movies. Yeah. So, I know um, all my girlfriends, like favorite movies are those you just named. So yeah. those come right out of these. And again, she's a, she's a little bit older. And I know your wife's a little bit older yeah, too. So they, they're a little bit older than us in that time. Yeah. So they get, to, yeah, Weird Science, great yeah. one. Steve says Fast Times are my high. Fast, uh, again, was it the 80s? That one yeah. was the 80s. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yes. Great one. Sean Penn. Yeah. Very young as a surfer stoner character. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and my dad always uh, do. They quote that to each other. They always do. Uh, All I need is some tasty waves. <laughs> some hot babes. Spicoli, some hot babes. Yeah, Spicoli is great. Uh, here's one that I love. My sister loves. The Star Wars spoof. Uh, of, you don't need another which, Star Wars spoof ever. Which George Lucas loved. Yeah. From what I read. Loved it. Well, Mel Brooks is A, an icon, period. Uh, of comedy if not the greatest you know what i mean one of the greatest easily so space balls as jason puts out there i know this movie as well as i know star wars it's like all the lines john, john candy again as wharf uh i'm a dog i'm a i'm a, I'm a wog a half dog <laughs> half dog half man a mog so it's like uh so so funny the um, shorts yeah, uh, shit. No, I think even like yogurt. Uh, I think even the the Pizza the Hut. You know, yeah. I think that's what Pizza Hut says now. No one out pizzas the Hut. Yeah, you know? I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? That's what he says. Yeah. I know, man. My sister will send me that gif of him just like all melting, yeah, and she's like, gross. And I, I love the scene when the guy's eating him. That yeah, I'm like, dude, like I'm like, oh, what the fuck? That fucking gross. But uh, you know, them they make fun too of the aliens and like, you know, they didn't really make too much fun of Star Trek in that one. There was some some little bit, but yeah. not that. Like the beaming up and down, but Star Wars was the big dog, right? Okay, you're only gonna go after the big dog, always, right? always the big dog. But it is interesting guy. though, you say that because Star Wars, Star Trek does make a huge comeback in the 80s with the movies, yeah. With Wrath of Khan, Search for Spock, you know, the voyage home. Suddenly, then, William Shatner has curly hair, and I'm yeah. Like, what the and then fuck? Next Generation comes out during the 80s, Star yep. Trek Next Generation, That's which right. introduces Patrick Stewart as uh, John Luke Picard, yeah. so. Yeah, big time for Star Trek too. Yeah, so uh, just like just like DC and Marvel, we're not yeah. Star Wars, yeah. not Star Trek. We love both. Star Trek is fucking awesome, man. I watched a lot of the next generation. Where Star Wars and then Star Trek took for the next you know decade for the rest of the decade. You know, definitely, so. man. So yeah, a, a huge uh, time there. But um, double A, what what uh, what next? I know we have some well, big areas that we the, haven't. The really... team movies, man. Sure, uh, golly, they totally reinvented make it more real to the to the teenagers of the time mm-hmm. you know you get the outsiders golly what oh, a great yeah. fucking movie yep. you know yep. wrong side of pony the tracks boy. pony boy mm-hmm. you know daryl you know all what a cast them. right what a, everybody's at thanos is in that cast thanos yeah. <laughs> yeah, all-star cast i mean then you get you know like you said breakfast club and 
St. Elmo's Fire, mm-hmm. Pretty and Pink, you know, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. You know, you get all those real, you know. What about every girl's dream of dancing and dirty dancing dirty with Patrick Swayze? I mean, like, me. you know, we love him from so many other things, Joe Roadhouse. But, you know, for many people, dirty dancing was what set it off. I mean, yeah. you know, for... and, and what a great decade for him, too. You know, like you said, Roadhouse, uh, yeah. Outsiders, mm-hmm. you know, uh, dirty, dancing. dirty Dancing. You know, what a great yeah. decade. Ghost. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, golly, you know, these teen movies that are really tackling the hard-hitting issues, mm-hmm. you know, of the teens that, you know, they dealt with, you know, either at home, you know, at school, you yeah. know, Breakfast Club is a great movie. You know, you get Ferris Bueller, that popular kid. I love it. That I hangs love out it, with everybody, man. you know, that yeah. has a hot girlfriend. To me, that was always like, I mean, watching Ferris Bueller, I was like, man, I want to have like a dummy in my bed and skip school <laughs> and like it was like so neat you know what i mean like i just loved it you know for me also too kind of one of those things uh was like uh well you know we talked about weird science you know i mean like what they did with the computer and i thought but, that was you like, know, that too, you know. it's like two nerds that are just really wanting to fit right. in you know that you know want the girls want to have the parties want to be popular you know i mean how many people can relate to that i mean i know that i totally related to that because i was an introverted kid and i was like you know Besides you guys, I mean, like, you know, I mean, I had some friends, but it wasn't like, you know, I always wanted to be like, you know, where's the girls at? You know, how did I, you know, where's the parties at and all that? And then again, you know, I'm way young at this time, but your mind is kind of still thinking that like, these are the coolest kids ever, you know, that are living out these like, you know, fantasies in a way. And then Breakfast Club, you know, it introduces so many different aspects of the teenagers. You know, you get the bully and bender, you know, you get Anthony Michael Hall, the nerd, you get Emilio Estevez as the athlete. You know, you get uh, Molly Ringwald as a popular, you know, hot chick. Oh, yeah. And then you get, like, that goth girl, you know, that Ali Sheedy. Yeah, Ali Sheedy, so yeah. You're kind of getting, like, every kind of version of the student at that time that are all coming together, you know, for that one Saturday. That one, one Saturday, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, man, I, I hate that I can't remember his name, but the one who plays the vice principal, he comes out <sighs> trading, price, I know. trading places, yeah. too. And he has to be the model for Principal Skinner. Oh, totally. You know, I mean, golly, yeah. that guy. Is he was your classic hard ass, you know what I mean, Th- throughout. So, uh, and he always got cast as that going forward. He yeah. was always cast as that hard you ass. Want, you want another Saturday? You got one. You got it. You want another know, one? Yeah. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. You get the horns. You know what I mean? So, such a, a classic there. But, Sorry about the lag. Like I said, Outsiders, golly, kind of kicks that off. You know, Ralph Boccio, C. Thomas Howell, Matt Dillon. Uh, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Tom Cruise, Diane Lane, you know, I mean, golly. I think we also get in the 80s the the introduction, well, obviously we talked about weird science, but, you know, we get Robert Downey. We get, Robert you Downey, know, man. Iron Man is introduced to us years ago, guys, in, you know, his wilder times, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, we get the introduction of that great guy. Back you to know? school. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey again. Yeah. You know what, Ronnie Dangerfield. Ronnie Dangerfield, the fucking man. hilarious yeah. Ronnie Dangerfield. You know? Another... Icon of comedy, man. Love Randy. Love his comedy. Love, love his comedy. Um, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit about. I know we've already had it mentioned. Double A. I don't know if we're, we got a little. We'll yeah, start a little bit it. Of time. Yeah. We'll start it. We, we want to start Back to the Future. I know you yeah. are a huge lover of Back to the Future. I do, man. What a great fucking movie trilogy that is. Mm-hmm. I love part three as much as I love part one. What a great story. Great big story. Man, everything he knows about time movies, everyone that always talks about time movies, 
always goes back to Back to the Future. Always. <clears throat> and we got the man himself at the helm, right? Steven Spielberg. Well, I mean, he's like, the producer, the mainly producer, right? the guy that kind of is like pushing it. Robert Zemeckis is the, That's the, right, the director. director. I forget that it was Robert Zemeckis. But, Damn, I mean, yeah. it's Spielberg, too. I mean, yeah. Just like with everything behind the scenes, whether he's directing the Indiana Jones. Did Zemeckis direct all three? Yes, he did. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Great. So, I mean, Spielberg's behind just about every big fucking movie sure. there was in the 80s. Like you said before we went on air. It's kind of his decade. It is. You know I mean? From, um, all the people that guys, right? Too, he doesn't direct it, but he's the guy that pushes for it. Yeah. You know, to you know the Indiana Jones franchise, the the Back to the Future franchise, the ETs. He's all behind it. And he, we talk about people that emerged. I mean, if anyone emerged oh above goodness, anybody Spielberg else, Spielberg became the power. Yeah. In Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, you know? yeah, I think we get you know the the Amblin Entertainment, the Amblin, you know logo yes, was yes. The, the et, ET. yeah and then obviously out of that comes dreamworks which was i think the first ever like a new studio <clears throat> yeah. yeah uh besides like you know your bigs like paramount yeah. and warner brothers so it was like that's how well the 80s treated steven spielberg yeah. uh willow he's kind of got up he's got that's lucas oh that's lucas that's yeah got something but in, the in other that. big you know the big heavy hitter you know behind indiana jones mm -hmm. the one that comes up with the stories for Indiana Jones, right. the two star wars movies at the beginning of the decade you know him and Rod Howard working on Willow, you know, which bombed at that time, but golly, it's huge. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge movie. Yeah. And I know that Lucas originally wanted Spielberg to direct, uh, was it Empire? Or it was, was it Empire. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can yeah. you guys imagine? Nah, it's Lee. perfect the way it is, nah, but can you Lee. imagine? In some universe, there exists a, a, a Star Wars directed wow. by Steven Spielberg. I can wow. only imagine what it's like. Um, but uh, great stuff, man. Um, but yeah, Back to the Future, you know, I, I didn't really love those in the 80s i didn't really start to really okay. like them until later on okay. and then i saw them and i was like god these are really fantastic i've heard some people argue that the first one is like a perfect movie they're like you know it's really good but you know what part two i actually would think is like part one's my favorite but part mm -hmm. two is actually i think a way better movie than part one really okay yes. you've got think, like me with the star wars the reverse yes. syndrome <laughs> and i actually think part three is really a really good ending point okay you know, honestly i yeah. think that's actually a really good one one to three Okay. But part two is really, really fucking good. Yeah. That one blew me away a lot. I, I love them. I mean, they're, they're they're timeless. People still reference those. There's still a huge love for those movies. Not that long ago, those those Nikes came out, the, the oh, Air Mags yeah. that were supposed to be the self-lacing. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the love is just there. What did we just celebrate, Double A, the 38th, 35th, 30? It was. Anniversary that yeah, just happened. I mean, well, even, even when October 15, 2015 hit. Yeah. That was like a big, a big deal. deal. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, that was, we finally hit Back to the Future Part Two. Right. We I made like, it, wow. actually. And I was it. actually in Times Square when that truck was there. Oh, how they cool is did. that? Yeah. 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 And they just dropped like a bunch of toys recently that just came out, models of the car. Even I, who am not. Yeah. Oh, look, real quick. Yeah. I'm not the hugest Back to the Future fan, but even I, I have very few Hot Wheels, but one of the ones I have is of the DeLorean, which is like, shit, there's a whole DeLorean thing. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, this Man. is just like a old Biff. Yeah, it's just like a a stupid. It's not even like a real thing. I don't think it's just like a, a prop. And I bought it, you know, in New York. So yeah, I mean, it's great. It's I mean, cool. It's, what a yeah. fun. That's a fun prop. Yeah. Uh, iconic prop to have. So <laughs> and I know one of the figures of I think Marty that came out had that as the cover. That's the <laughs> the, the figure flap opens and it's that. So and uh, I mean, it's just those movies are so much fun. Again, the adventure is there. The time travel is there. Uh, you know. Yeah, um, the comedy, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Christopher Lloyd as as perfect. Uh, as Doc Michael J. Fox, perfect. Perfect. I mean, they're great. Even uh, uh, Crispin I, I, Glover, Leah oh, Thompson, man. and see, that's what I think they kind of lost was him mm-hmm. in part two and three. I really uh, think they should have paid the money for him. Yeah, because he's awesome in Back to the Future Part One. Yep. I mean, it's it's they're just great. I mean, uh, Friday Night Holt Bear is just telling me that he has was watching the story with Eric Stoltz and how it wasn't working with. Yeah, him. they they actually have a lot of footage with Eric Stoltz. Is that right? And it's just like he. He was too much of a method actor, and he didn't know how to bring out the comedy part. So they said it just didn't work, and so they needed someone like Michael J. Fox. And once once they got him, they were like, "Okay, yeah. this is what we envisioned right here." So yeah, yeah, makes sense, uh, guys. We're right up against another break here, um, but you know, we just been reading the comments as we go this episode. So uh, I'm going to take a quick pause for the audio listeners, uh, but you're just going to hear us just come right back in. But if you want, afraid of missing anything, always check us out on YouTube. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. Um, we need your subscriptions on there, uh, helps us and you get to see the episode in it all its entirety and all its glory. Um, and again, if you're just joining us on the audio, you get just pretty much the meat and potatoes version, but it's still great. So we'll be uh, right back in a blip. And guys, uh, thanks so much for hanging in there during that quick uh, uh, break or whatever. But uh, we got some comments rolling in. We had Rich mention the Goonies. We talked about what we saw on the Now Watch This podcast, which uh, their group, which was Goonies or Monster Squad? What's your pick? Let me hear it, Friday Night Faithful. Who do you go for? Double A said Monster Squad. I'm saying Monster Squad too. Uh, I love the way those universal creatures look. But uh, we just also talked about how I loved uh, Pee Wee's uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse, the show, but obviously the movie's Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which features you know San Antonio and the Alamo. So cool. And Tim Burton, right? Uh, yeah, that's a Tim right? Burton movie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that little panel on his house, how his breakfast got made. You know, Mr. T cereal. Uh, speaking of Mr. T, we talked about how A Team was a, an iconic show. Rocky Part Three, a uh, mm-hmm. main eventer of WrestleMania One. I mean, golly, was there anyone bigger than Mr. T? I don't I mean, think golly. so, man. I don't think so. But um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, when it comes and Double A mentioned Elvira, that somebody posted them a picture of them Elvira. at the Golden Globes. Yes, at the Golden Globes. Yes, during that movie. Yeah. If you guys ever think about two people that are smart, think about Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, oh and P.B. Herman, Paul Rubin. Do you want to know why? Because they own those characters outright. Yep. Elvira, Cassandra Peterson owns Elvira, yep. and and uh, Paul Rubin owns P.B. Herman. That means that anything they do, that is their outright creation. They don't owe anybody any extra money or anything like that. There's no go between. No one can ever replace them or, or or change it if they don't want to. Sorry guys, let me know if we're going in and out on the Wi-Fi. The the connection on here looks weak, uh, but up here on our our other uh, on the the app on looks like the other cool. way it's full. So yeah. I don't know, but we see it kind of timing out. Let me know if it's uh, it's timing out for you guys. Uh, but double A, uh, we're we're probably in like what our third or fourth block here. On our so, third block, yeah. yeah. So, uh, where do you want to go next? Let's okay, see. so what else did we get here? We talked about the outsiders, you mm-hmm. know, and we talk about that cast, right? And golly, where everybody goes, you know, Patrick Swayze, we talked Roadhouse, yeah, you know, uh, Dirty Dancing, you know, Red Dawn, you know, all that stuff. Emilio Estevez, you know, mm-hmm. his run with John Hughes. Uh, well, what about Ralph Macchio on the Karate Kid? Oh my gosh, Golly. I mean, yeah, uh, that that movie, how influential big it is, yeah. I mean, where it's still alive today, well, yeah, <laughs> it had a huge resurgence, uh, obviously with Cobra Kai, and it's but, uh, man, it when it came out, it blew up, you know, Ralph Macchio 
you know, as a Karate Kid, and then you know, uh, William Zabka, yeah, as the ultimate. He's almost like the ultimate '80s villain, sure, for Johnny sure. Lawrence, for sure. You know, I mean, you know, uh, what about uh, um, Pat Morita? Can you imagine, like, uh, uh, you know, like I can imagine my dad, who was like a fan of uh, of um, Happy Days, Happy Days yeah, probably Arnold. was like fucking yeah, Arnold, Arnold is the is the guy, whatever you know, when he's doing the voice, you know. Yeah. The, Almost a stereotypical, you know, and, and but... sucks because he he does speak perfect English. Oh yeah, I mean if you if watch you him happy days, you're like yeah. what the fuck, you know what I mean? But yeah, he does it. But he didn't he do a great, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do a great job. And I believe his first name is Noriyuki. Noriyuki. Yeah, Pat he actually Marina. he actually got nominated for the Karate Kid. Did he really? Yes, he did for, I didn't uh, know Academy that. Award. Yeah, yeah. There's a great comedian, uh, Gary Goldman. I probably mentioned this before, whatever. But he does. A, he talks about the Karate Kid as he says it, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, Noriyuki Pat Morita." He goes, yeah. "If your name is Noriyuki, and they ask you, do you want to be called Noriyuki or Pat?" And we are in school. <laughs> Oh, go with Pat, you know, not not Noriyuki. But uh, I love the Karate but, Kid. You know, you know, the ultimate story, you know, new kid that comes in school and yeah. he gets bullied, except this kid is getting bullied by about five or six black yeah. belts, you know, <laughs> in karate. The worst kind of bullying. Yeah, with the yeah, with the worst one at the as the leader of Cobra Kai, you know, this fucking badass martial arts group. Mm -hmm. You know, he you know, he starts talking to the, the main guy's ex chick. You know, yeah. which just sets Elizabeth off the, Shoe, which just gorgeous. sets off the whole fucking thing. You know, and that spawned, you know, three sequels and the Cobra Kai show that's now on season four. Can you? And, and how about her coming back, right, for season three, <sighs> that was awesome. and then spending time with of all people, you know, with uh, yeah. with Johnny with or Johnny, whatever. You know, man, it's like she, yeah. his story is going one way in that show, and then you have her pop back in, and I think we're all like, oh, stick around, stick around, Elizabeth Shue. And she had just come off the boys, you know what I mean? She was fantastic in the she boys, was fantastic. and uh, gorgeous, obviously. I, I got to say, I think I credit eighties movies double A for making me fall in love with like these beautiful blondes. Oh, you know Elizabeth I mean? Shue for me for Adventures in Babysitting. Uh huh. To with uh, Thor. Karate Kid mm -hmm. to Cocktails, where she looks fucking amazing with Tom Cruise. Yeah. I mean, golly, I was in love with Elizabeth Shue. Well, Shoe. my gal that I fell in love with in the 80s, you know, besides Elvira and Madonna, was Phoebe Cates. <gasps> Phoebe! Fast yeah. Times at Ridgemont High. But I initially fell in love with her in Gremlins. That's where I first was like, this, this is this beautiful girl, this brunette, and she's <sighs> just uh, the bangs, everything. I was like, man. Then I was pleasantly surprised to find out what happens in fast times at Regiment high i was like yes maybe the ultimate <laughs> jerk i'll see probably <laughs> you, know? you know quite literally literally is Reinhold is <laughs> yeah. Jerking out. Yeah. far before he uh was a cop in beverly hills cop in the 80s he was uh there jerking off after working at the fish place or whatever so yeah he comes home and he's like he sees her and i you know i guess he starts fantasizing about her and he's mm -hmm. jerking off and she walks right into it when he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but iconic scene, one of the most iconic scenes Absolutely, of all man. time. Totally, know. totally. Judge Reinhold. And uh, Jason says here, uh, I think you mean Jason Good means uh, good times, maybe. Uh, that show is that what you're referring to? Or you're just saying you're having a good time. I hope you're having a good time. And then Rich says, Cheers was an awesome show. Totally. Yeah, as far as 80s shows go, it I mean, definitely God, was. Ted Danson was like huge on that show. Oh, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Christy Alley. Yeah. And Woody Allen. Mm -hmm. Or uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, you got, you know, Kelsey Grammer, 
that spawned the Frasier, Frasier. show. And yeah. Then, yeah, but like I said, Christy Alley, she also comes out in one of the Star Trek movies. I mean, she yes, was she does. Uh, as big as could be at that time. Oh, the show. Yeah, good. Thanks. Just glad you're having a good time. Well, man. yeah, you know, like you, you get Karate Kid Part 1 and 2, and then you get like a movie like Bloodsport. Again, another big influence on a Mortal Kombat game. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole you know johnny frank duke is pretty yeah. much johnny cage it is yeah. at the last yeah. scene he's wearing the johnny cage outfit yeah now and, what do you think double a the brick yeah that's the, the fucking yeah uh, uh almost a test your mic yeah test, test your, your mic yeah now what do you think about now it's based on a true story right bloodsport <laughs> yeah i was I was kind of disappointed when they disproved it. Uh, yeah, like, so there it. was no real no, Thailand. No Kumite. You know, no Kumite. Damn no, it. Yeah, I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, always the mistake about Bloodsport, you know? Based but, on a true story. Yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. is it really? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? One hell of a movie. Yeah, um, fun time. I mean, every kid did the the scene where you're blind. Well, and- not just that, but when you actually see the movie, it's cool because you're getting different kinds of martial arts. You're seeing like Muay Thai, Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. You're seeing, you know, just every kind of uh, martial arts. What it's- about the Chinese Hercules, uh, Bolo, Bolo Young? And the ultimate he- Van Damme villain. He even Hell fought yeah. fucking Bruce Lee, man. I mean, like, Bolo Young is no joke. He was man. awesome as Chung Lee. I love him as Chung Lee. You know, mm-hmm. he's fucking awesome. Ogre comes out, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, his buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a great movie. I mean, that was a movie, too, that, you know, little boys were like, did you see Bloodsport? Oh, it was badass. The soundtrack you know is I mean? fucking awesome. Yeah. The title, Bloodsport, is awesome. Does I the mean, splits or classic yeah. Van Damme, the, the debut of the, of the Van Damme splits. You know, and punching the the the, the clay jars. But, I, mean, I mean, what a time, right? Like again, martial arts is coming back yeah. in the eighties. You know, yeah. with the Karate Kid and with Bloodsport, and and know, what about Mark for Death? Mark the for other Death. guy, I almost felt like Van Damme and Seagal were like, golly, that guy is so fluid. He mm-hmm. was so good in the eighties. You know, the way he did his martial arts because he is a real master. Yeah, he is a real black belt. Mm-hmm. And when you see Steven Seagal kicking ass, you're just like, damn. You know, like you yeah, seen me kick some ass. Yeah, yeah, and he and he did, and he did. And uh, he's tall and he's strong, and man, that's the way he beats the shit out of people in those movies. <laughs> I, I, again, I felt like this is a time as a, as a little boy in the eighties, we're a little bit older, and I might have even watched some of these in the early nineties, but it was like you know, like you said, blood sport, and then it was kickboxer, and then it kickboxer, was you're yeah. watching Mark for Death, and you're watching Hard to Kill. It's like because those are the four. Then you get Under Siege, like that's yeah. in the nineties, I think. But like you know. These guys emerged out of the 80s, and you're like, man, I got to watch those movies. They're fucking badass. You know but it I mean? gets you interested in the whole martial arts, too, at the same time. Oh, yeah. So it did show where Bruce Lee lift off and Enter the Dragon. These guys picked it up. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And it's, a, you know, Van Damme, who's not even, you know, uh, I guess Asian per se. You know what I mean, you know. No, but he's from Brussels. From Brussels, yeah. yeah. So European. But he does, have a martial, he does have a martial arts background mm-hmm. himself. He is a kickboxer. Yeah, and then of no. course you know Seagal, uh, American, so that's cool, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a great time for those type of movies. Um, what else, Double A? What else? How about we dip into the horror franchise, man? I mean, golly, how how much is horror changed in the eighties? Yeah, well, you go Where from it's... our monsters, our Universal monsters, which are kind of the icons, and we get into the whole yeah, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, we get Friday Jason the Thirteenth. Yeah, we get Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Golly, we get you know creatures in this movie. We get the Blob. Yeah, we get the Fly. We already had Michael Myers, but we get a couple of you know more. I believe we get more. We get a whole we lot get more. more. Yeah. Uh, we had Chainsaw Massacre in the in the yes, 70s, we did have them in the but 80s. he comes back, come back more in the, in the 80s. 80s. Yeah. 
uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser. I believe Golly. premieres. You know, you the, mentioned earlier Poltergeist. Yeah, Poltergeist. Uh, uh, the Creepshow like movies come out. The Creepshow movies, the yeah. The zombie movies Jason come out. Yep, you that's know? right. So you, you get like, a, a, I mean, a, a potential golden age for horror as well. You know what I mean? Or maybe we'd call it a, a silver age. I mean, look, the Friday the 13th franchise starts here. Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. starts here. Two of the biggest franchises. You know, so I mean, right there, you get Freddy Krueger, you get Drake, Jason, Jason and so. Freddy, so iconic. They eventually fight each other in a movie. Whoever <laughs> thought we would get that double A? Like that was a, that Jason versus Freddy movie is like the Expendables. When you're like, all these guys are in one movie, you know. And speaking of that, it's funny I mentioned that, but Evil Dead, Evil, oh With my Ash. gosh, Evil Dead, yeah, so we iconic, get the Ash man. character. It's a great, know? yeah, yeah. You get uh, S Smart, you know, Shop Smart, <laughs> Shop S Smart, but dude. uh and I know we're not going to talk probably that much about this because we probably didn't watch them a lot. But like I know I didn't really watch any of the Delta Force movies, oh. Chuck Norris. Or, <laughs> yeah. or what about Johnny Lawrence's favorite? We learned uh, Iron Eagle. Oh. You know what I mean? I did actually see that because my brother's like a huge Queen fan. Yeah, and that was like the third movie that Queen had did. Really? The soundtrack for I didn't was know Iron that. Eagle. I had no. That's idea. actually where I first saw Louis Gossett Jr. Right, so. Louis Gossett <laughs> yeah. Jr. Yeah, and I can remember. Um, not really watching those uh either but i would watch american ninja yeah. american ninja yeah. was like yeah. a movie that because you that's know right. and the whole country right. stuff yeah uh you know and again not as much as some of the other ones we're talking about but you know definitely i mean it's it's there or whatever and iron eagle has a a much more important counterpart i would say that well, i'll talk about a little bit towards the end because that's was one of the top ones on my list when i think about 1980s oh, movies okay i think you know i know where I mean? you're going yeah, but let's uh, finish up with horror. I mean, what else, Double A? I mean, uh, like I mean, said, and then, like you guys... say, you get Monster Squad. Yeah, you, know, you kind of bring yeah. that that those characters back into the eighties. I almost wore people. that shirt, my Stephen yeah. King Rules shirt, but I've and, worn that one. Like I said, weird times. You could say it's like a modern Frankenstein, you know, retake. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a Frankenstein yeah. movie. You know, yeah. I mean, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Which, we get a whole new franchise. You don't necessarily is it is it horror because it's more funny, but I mean, like, yeah, it's but what Halloween comes out oh, now? Yeah. Golly, yeah. you're this just, one. Yeah, you know what I mean. This Lost one has Boys. a lot of comedy. The Lost reinvents the the vampire movie. You you stop getting the old looking vampires. You start right. getting young, handsome looking vampires. Yeah, like like you said in our uh, vampire episode, the the kind of the rock band yeah. vampires, the handsome, yeah. good looking guys, and it's so much fun. I've seen the Lost Boys oh, more times probably. than I can count. It's probably in my top twenty movies. I know probably for you too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Fright Night, I mean, Fright Night Fright before Night. that, yeah. You know? So that's right. That's I know people like things like Once Bitten, all Once that stuff from yeah. the '80s, man. Super Vamp, you know what I mean? Vamp. Like uh, I can remember, you know, this is a time, right? Double A, like uh, you know, it makes me think about that documentary, The Last Blockbuster, because this '80s era, this is like the time when I was at the video store yeah. with my dad. Yeah. Uh, or my mom, and we'd be walking through Blockbuster, walking through Hollywood Video, and I'd be seeing all the cassette tape covers in the different sections, whether I was in the horror section or the action section or whatever the genre was. You know, I was there checking out, you know, those movies. So, uh, as the same, I'm sure you guys were. Um, let's check out a couple more comments here. Uh, uh Steve says, Yeah, Chuck, under siege, the cake part. Oh, that's the best Please. part. Yeah, right? that's There's the best the, part of the whole fucking absolutely, movie. man. Yeah, that. That used to be on rewatch as a, as a young man for me <laughs> yeah. there, and that gal was from Baywatch. Oh, uh, Baywatch had a great show. And uh, Playboy model. She yeah, a Playboy that's right. Model yeah, too. yeah. Uh, Riz says uh, I loved Fright Night. Uh, even the remake was good. You know, I haven't seen the, uh, the you know one with Colin Farrell. Uh, part two, the original part two, mm-hmm. uh, has the same guy who plays a werewolf in Monster Squad. He plays a werewolf in Fright Night Part Two. You don't say, really? He's fucking awesome. That's both. I forget his name. He's the one from. Uh, 
uh, that movie that everyone loves. Uh, Silver Bullet. No, no, no. The the Napoleon Dynamite. The uncle. Oh, right. Uncle Rico. Yeah, yes. that's right. That's yes. it. Uh, John yes. Christ? Yeah, John something Christ. like Grease or Creed, whatever. John yeah. Grease. So yeah. he plays a werewolf in Boxer Squad and Fright Night Part 2. Very cool. Yeah, man. so that's pretty badass. Uncle Rico was a werewolf. <laughs> Very badass, man. Yeah, so great time for horror. I, mean, I know yeah, there's horror. also like Phantasm. Yeah, I mean, Phantasm comes a, out. Golly, a, a whole bunch, new man. one. Yeah. That's a bunch. The Stephen King movies really make a big dick. We get, like you said, Silver Bullet. Mm -hmm. We get uh, Dead Zone. Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. Mm -hmm. We start getting more and more adaptations of his stuff in the 80s. Uh, yeah. Like I said, Creepshow. Him yeah. and George uh, Romero. Firestarter. Firestarter. The Shining? Might Shining have been the 70s. 70s. Okay, yeah. yeah but still, 70s. you're getting more of it. You're getting graveyard shit. Mm -hmm. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Even the Stephen King movies start coming into the 80s more. Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, you know? definitely. Because he's made his name already, and now they're making his yeah now it's like movie now it's like every time he comes on a book okay we need to make this oh yeah into a movie. let's option that property yeah. right away yeah let's get this one he's a golden goose man the man the man makes gold he spins gold so uh <laughs> i love it man i loved i love the i love a lot of those horror movies uh christine yeah christine, christine. john carpenter yeah. yeah again you know john so, carpenter again in the 80s great it's so much stuff um let's see here what do we got here uh, uh she says, says he watched the last boys when he was on vacation with the family laughing through it all oh yeah man you just can't help it it's how so about much that great too, stuff CM? how about the Corys? oh god they were at the top of their game you know right? you, you talk about cory fellerman coming out like in the jason movies mm -hmm. you know him and the other one that comes out like in license to drive yeah uh, license to drive i know that y'all guys were big on that yeah. one i didn't watch that one as much yeah. but yeah definitely I mean, you know again cory fellerman with the goodies you know, it's like, uh, golly, you know, Corey Haynes. We talked about two kind of like the, the, the teen movies. Uh, one that I liked was uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. Some Kind of Wonderful. Eric Stoltz, not obviously a good Marty McFly, but he was great in that role. So, with, do uh, you know that that's actually like his remake of Pretty in Pink? I did not so know I that. I read that when I was really? watching Pretty in Pink because he wanted Ducky to end up with Molly Regal. Oh, But how she didn't want that. She vetoed that. Is that so, right? Yeah, so he makes Some Kind of Wonderful where the ducky character which is a female in that one uh -huh. ends up with eric stoke how nice yeah. he's played by uh mary and she's beautiful too and obviously that time was beautiful i love that movie because yeah. you know i just was like it's i thought it was so cute and at the end a great cover version of uh of my favorite song which is uh uh can't help falling in love with you this one by lick the tins <laughs> a band you'd only hear in an 80s movie uh yeah. so yeah so much fun man that um that time period or whatever but uh, uh what else what do we what do we got here uh, well how about ghostbusters Golly. you know what it's was my it is if you ever had to make a list if you ever had to do a bracket and i've done them of <laughs> 80s movies it is my number one movie I mean, of the 1980s what a great crossover of horror and comedy put together man you know great and now again another franchise that is not dead that is about to come back another trailer that another just debuted one. and how good was that one we kind of get the what we we find out what we're seeing is is it egon's grandkids exactly yeah. so neat they are opening up a little bit more of the story this is how great this movie is guys 
my nephew has loved the Ghostbusters since he was like three and probably didn't even know really what was what he up was and watching. down. Yeah. But he knew it. it was the first song he ever sang <laughs> is is that, you know, who awesome. you're going to call Ghostbusters. He knew that song. I loved it. His second song was Queen Will Rocky, oh. uh, which he still likes too. You know what I mean? But uh, I mean, yeah. And and he thought the parts that I thought were scary were scary. The beginning of right. the library. Man, you know, what that a great part. Scary, part. You know yeah. Mean? Uh, how about Bill Murray trying to get the blonde girl and he's zapping the, the, what the, an the asshole. buddy? Golly, yeah. What a fucking asshole. So much for his scientific breakthrough. The guy's actually getting it he's right. He's getting like, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, Bill Murray is, to me, at the top of his game in that movie. It is the it is peak Bill Murray. And like I said, I always like to give credit to Harold Ramis because Harold Ramis mm-hmm. is the writer and director of most of Bill Murray's top movies. Yeah. So once totally. you see where he breaks off with that, that's where you really don't hear bill murray too much anymore right you know so right um i love it man dan Aykroyd, uh dan Aykroyd, uh co-writer the movie. Yes, with Harold his parents are actually real big into supernatural stuff and so he, so is he in real life he's big into alien lore and all that so for him he was kind of writing on a basis of stuff that you know he'd heard about experienced or you know and what a, uh, what a great age for him right blues brothers oh my trading gosh, places yeah. the two ghostbusters movies well blues brothers probably 70s i think but no it's 80s. it is 80s yeah. yeah that's a great one friday night holty bear is a but, huge i mean what a what movie. a great period for dan Aykroyd at that time uh, dan Aykroyd, that time of this game definitely yeah definitely the time was getting again becomes comes into their own and a lot of times i laugh more at his stuff than i do a bill murray stuff i agree too i think i liked him better i was always like a well my favorite ghostbuster was egon but uh but definitely man i mean that goes again ghostbusters my top movie of the entire 1980s and that is so hard to say that's super hard to list one okay but i've i've literally in my mind and again i've done brackets i've done it like a somebody put one up in another group it might have been in jerry d's group the totally rad 80s no, no, on his page. No, but I think it was in the um, whatever group it was in. They had a bracketology of '80s movies versus '80 movies, and I in it as I was putting it up against other ones, I was like, "No, I would watch this one more. Wow. I would watch it over a lot All of right. stuff." And it ended up in my in the end of my bracket, it was Ghostbusters at the very top. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I love it. Uh, I don't think I own a good copy, really. Believe it or not, I actually have all three of them in Blu-ray. Really? Yeah, they they did some really cool covers. Best Buy did. Mm-hmm. Like when the new movie came out with all the chicks, they had like really. Did cool... you like that one? I, you know what, I was fine with it. I laugh at it a lot. I was fine with it. Chris Hemsworth and, kills it. And golly, I love the special effects in that. Yeah, so I can't wait to see this new movie because those special effects in the third one was really bad. Yeah, my, my uh, nephew likes the the girl one too. So what about so Ernie Hudson, man? He's always kind of like the forgotten one. Fantastic. But man, I love Ernie Hudson. Fantastic. That movie again too. It's so quotable. So many beats I can remember. I it. see that shit is... that would turn you white. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. I always say the other scary. There's scary parts in that movie. There the other is. scary part. Yeah. He's like, "What if this is the yeah. the the, yeah. the moon hey, black?" Hey, you're like, "Oh, uh, let's put yeah. on the radio." Yeah, wrong. I felt just <laughs> yeah. like Ray. I felt just like Ray. Let's turn on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about Rick Moranis? Funny as Lewis in that he movie. He blows up. Yeah, he's so great. Uh, and Sigourney even... Weaver. Man, how about her coming out to, you know, Wonderful. after Alien? Now know... I've got to be vulnerable. I've got to play a little yeah. bit vulnerable. Yeah. And it's hard to see it because I'm like, you're already a badass. Ripley. You're a fucking right? badass. Yeah. You know what I mean, uh, Annie Potts. Is great, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's just so wonderful. I <laughs> I love that what the new trailer has given us is that maybe it was her and Egon <laughs> did get together and had kids. So cool, you know what I mean? Um, Ghostbusters is to me the tops. Uh, uh I two, don't have this shirt. What about two? 
I like part two. I it's fine. Too. I'm, I'm fine I with it. I like the ooze. Not, yeah, the ooze and the, and the Statue of Liberty walking is neat, but uh, nothing compares to part oh, one, man. No, it is that's hard. That so, was the hard so one at the top. Um, anything else, uh, double that you think might be, you know, that we didn't really well, talk let about? Let me let me ask you, because uh, this is like I always have trouble. Mm-hmm. So between the Vietnam movies, what would you say, Full Metal Jacket or Platoon? I always, me, have a talk, I always have a hard time. For me, Full Metal Jacket, um, because uh, my dad used to talk about it so much, but because he went through basic training in the time frame that yeah, the movie that starts happened. in the yeah. 70s, you know what I mean? So, uh, well, for him, it would have been beginning 80s, but I think it was still kind of the same, like the way the uniform looked and all that. Okay. So for him, that really resonated with him, and he would always talk about it, although he loves Platoon as well. I mean, Charlie Sheen, Johnny Depp, Tom Berenger, Willem mm-hmm. Dafoe. I mean, golly, and written by Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone, yeah, on his experience. But on the other end, you've got directed by, and I don't know if he wrote, but directed by Stanley Kubrick, who is obviously an icon. Oh, Full Metal. Yes, full Metal yes, Jacket, full yeah. Metal, yes. So uh, I love them both. I think I own them both. Uh, yeah, but I Arlie probably Arlie, watch, yeah, Matthew Arlie Moldeen, Henry, yeah. Uh, Vincent Nofrio. Vincent Nofrio, yeah. yeah. But I probably have watched Full Metal Jacket more okay. times. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people only watch that kind of that beginning, the, the beginning. part of the part. Yeah. But no, the end part is really I didn't know there too. was like a whole second part because yeah. it was always my two brothers and my cousin Phil that would always watch that first half. Mm-hmm. And then they would always turn it off after he blew his brains out. And it's so, kind of funny, right? Because it almost feels like it's a long it lead is. in. It is. And then it's like, you know. And so I always thought that was the end of the movie until mm-hmm. I saw there, hey, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I mean, I like but them both. You introduced me to Platoon. Yeah. And, oh, really? I didn't know that. And I fell in love with that. That's where I, like, I like Tom Berenger, but that's where I was like, wow, Tom Berenger fucking is an underrated actor that no one really mm-hmm. talks about. His role as Sergeant Barnes is fucking unsettling. Yeah. Really scary. You know, it shows you, like, we kind of talk about the Punisher, about how he was like that. If there was, like, a Punisher, a live-action Punisher, Tom Berenger was probably like how he is in board yeah you know like a basis where, yeah. almost yeah like, it's and, like, God, and i hate tom berenger in that movie you know again i watch these a lot like when i'd be with like sitting next to my dad yeah. or whatever and it was always like you know that fucker killed elias yeah you know what I, mean? I mean he's just hardcore and you i love willem defoe i do that too. i love sergeant elias so badass and of course i mean um uh Charlie Sheen is great. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, but uh, what's the other one, Double A, that kind of, it's it was like the lesser platoon, but it had Michael J. Fox. Oh, uh, Casualties of Casualties War, Casualties right? of War, right? Yeah. yeah, and it was kind of the, yeah. it, it had touched yeah. on similar, again, like we said, that was a kind of a thing of the 80s, a trope that there'd yeah. be like a similar yeah. movie at the same time. And yeah. what about Oliver Stone, man? I mean, he writes, mm-hmm. he writes Conan the Barbarian. He really? Writes, I didn't know yeah. that he wrote that. He writes Scarface. You know, he That's directs right. Platoon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, golly. And we didn't what, talk about Scarface, but Brian De Palma. I how mean, do you feel about his writing? You know, I mean, and directing. I mean, Oliver Stone, obviously, is one of the biggest directors mm-hmm. ever. Um, The language he uses in his films. Yeah. I mean, Scarface is oh, yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know? I like it because he makes a lot of interesting choices, I think. And I've always liked his directing because I love even like any given Sunday. He does things a certain way, the way things look. It's uh, funny it's, how it's, him it's, and Tarantino didn't yeah. get off, though, right? Yeah. You would have thought that would have been a perfect guy to get Tarantino stuff, yeah, and he did it. Yeah, I, I see what you mean, and, and maybe it was one of those situations where it's like so similar that it's like the 
the magnet on the ends that push away. And he's a veteran mean? too, apparently, because mm-hmm. he did serve in Vietnam. Yeah, he so, did. Yeah, but because platoon is kind of based on his on his stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyone out there still watching, guys? Let me know if we're clipping in and out because for some reason the Streamyard app is acting weird, but our Wi-Fi connection is great, so I don't but, know what's going on. Well, yeah, what a great time for Oliver Stone in that period. You know, writer, director. You know, mm-hmm. what a, what a great. We don't talk about Oliver Stone a whole lot, but no, yeah, we what, don't, and we could know, do a whole was, episode on him. And this and, was like his yeah. decade too of breaking out too, yeah, showing everyone, hey. I could write and direct a movie if I wanted to. No, definitely, know? and and where I think where he made his name was there in the eighties. Yeah. Was the platoon won best picture? Yes, he won. Yeah. He won best director. He, I don't really, know if he won or not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, like it sets it off for him. You know what I mean? So uh, definitely love those both though, Full Metal Jacket and Platoon. So great, great movies. You do have your serious side and your war movies there. No, no uh, Steve says out. we're losing audio. Okay, we're clipping in and out. I'm not sure what's up on the on the. Yeah, the computer is saying we're a fool, but StreamYard is saying we're we're barely there. So. Yeah, we're not going to end the live because we're almost at the end here, or whatever. But uh, what do you think, Double A? We do one last block. Yeah, we can do one it. last block. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's one movie I want to talk about in particular because uh-huh. I also consider it as like a linchpin movie of the '80s. If you're like name a movie from the 1980s, it'd be like this or that. You know what I mean? So I feel like, but um. Let me uh, let me stop us now, and then I'll bring us right okay. back in uh, right. in just a second. All right, guys, if you heard the quick uh, slip out of the uh, audio for a second there, and I, I've heard our episodes back, you don't really hear anything. It's just like you know, <laughs> we go away for a second, but we're you know the audio has to load every thirty minutes on the on the uh, on the uh, anchor app. So while we're doing that, we read through your comments and talk with you. But this episode we did it different. We kind of read comments the entire time and used your conversation to nice help Rizzo. us progress through. <laughs> so uh, what do we got in there, Double A? What are people uh, saying? Rizzo says, I love the music, the movies, all the games, the sports, all of it. He goes, For David sure. Lee, Ross, Van Halen. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. And I definitely know Rizzo, you're an 80s kid too, in a way, because my sister is too. She was born at the same time you were. I think we're five years apart. So. Uh, just like me and her are. So, yeah, you know, she remembers a lot of this stuff, too. It's not quite a generational gap, but, like, you know, she remembers the Smurfs and the Snorks and the Fraggles yeah, and all man. that. So yeah. it's still, like, all yeah. there, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, dude, David Lee Robin, he's definitely awesome. Uh, Jason says, good night, bros. Jason, good night, Jason, man. have a good day tomorrow. Happy okay? birthday, brother. We appreciate you being here tonight. All right, Double A says, we round it out. I got to bring up a movie that I kind oh, of feel epitomizes the 1980s. Okay. And if you had to name one movie and a guy that came up through the 80s and a movie that was just like the coolest and it's going to get a sequel coming now. Again, how things don't die. They don't go away. You know, it's got to be Top Gun. Wow. Okay. You know, again, although for me, Ghostbusters, if I had to put them head to head, it would inch it out just by a little bit, Ghostbusters. But man, my old man loved Top wow, Gun. Really? We lived in okay. Southern California at the time. Okay. He went to Miramar, oh, so he saw Top okay. Gun. Um, you know, uh, Marine Corps Department of the Navy and the Navy. You know, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, those yeah. guys are Navy pilots in the in the movie. Um, but it was so badass. I thought Tom Cruise was the coolest. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that you know the volleyball scene, all oh, that shit. shit. I mean, I was like. This is good. It's like to be a man. You know what I mean? Like, look, and they're the coolest guys. Uh, they look sharp in the uniforms. Val Kilmer. I mean, you know, kind of now as Ice a man. man. Yeah, as Ice, Ice man. man. Yeah, yeah, we're going past the the uh, top secret time, and now it's yeah. it's, it's, it's like that's you know, right. Okay, top you're, secret. You're getting yeah. to see him. As it's a funny, real right? Guy. Because you're seeing like Val Kilmer, right? Where he looks so much more better, right? Because mm-hmm. you see him like a real genius before that, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, he he looks more manly, right? And then you, you know, Gilbert too. 
Yeah. You know, he yeah. goes uh, to Anthony Edwards. The nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony, Anthony Edwards, Edwards. Revenge of the Nerds. And he plays here Goose. He can he's actually goose. believe like yeah. he's like Goose. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How about the, the brief as his wife, Meg Ryan? Meg you get Ryan. Meg Ryan a little yeah, taste of right. Meg Ryan. Right. Great yeah. balls of fire. Yeah. That's right. And what I've heard about the new one is that supposedly the little boy, the son, yeah, is going to have a Miles role. Miles Teller, right? Is that right? I think it's Miles. Okay. It's supposed to be Miles. Okay. Very cool. So, you know, we're going to have Maverick and Goose's son, you know, which obviously we saw in Creed. We kind of had Drago's son. So, you know, more 80s stuff that kind of comes back you know the 80s is getting revisited the 80s it really does again. yeah it really does which i'm surprised because i didn't think he was ever going to do a sequel to this but yeah yeah it was the biggest grossing movie of that year i mean it was just popular the song tom scary michael yeah. ironside yeah. yeah the song from berlin yeah. not to mention the uh kenny kenny loggins, kenny loggins. oh my goodness kenny rogers kenny loggins danger zone yeah, highway yeah. to the danger yeah. zone yeah. i mean like you know, to me, there there were some you know iconic soundtracks you had to have. It was like Rocky Four, yeah. you know, Top Gun, yeah. um, you know what I mean. And those were right next to. And this is no joke. Literally, these were like some of my dad's tapes. He had he had those two. He had uh, Born in the USA, uh, Billy Idol, and uh, Bon Jovi, Slippery <clears throat> When Wet. So I mean, these are like literally like either we had the forty five of them or we had the cassette tape of them and it was like that was the music of that time yeah, it was crazy sure. because like you know like you said it's kind of like even the soundtracks like uh the gentleman um officer and a gentleman uh you know you have uh you know mike rano from lover boy with heart you know they mm -hmm. duet and all that mm -hmm. or you know you had uh uh man i forgot his name uh you you have a lot of duets uh, during the 80s for these soundtracks, like big songs that were like number one hits that you're just like, oh, wow, it came out from that movie in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, wow, it came out from that movie in the 80s. You know, you're like, holy shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, Dirty Dancing, a lot of those songs became huge hits. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely. soundtracks were huge. Time of My Life. Yeah. And then, uh, soundtracks are huge in the 80s. Uh, Take you, My Breath Away was the Berlin If you one. had a song, you know, for a movie, man, that song could go number one. And, you know, the, the Footloose. Uh-huh. Godly. Yeah, we didn't even talk Kenny about Loggins it. Kenny Loggins again, yeah. you know. Uh, just like you said, the, the marrying of those two things yeah. where it's like one is synonymous with the other. You know what yes, I mean? Like, yes. you know. Like you said, with Berlin, you, you think Top Gun instantly. Absolutely. You know? The Top Gun song. Yes. You know what I mean, like, oh, the song for Top Gun or whatever. The same thing with uh, um, Ghost. Even Ghost has it with, uh, yes. uh, uh, they're doing the, the yeah. clay pot or whatever. Like, yeah, Unchained Melody, I think. Yes, that's right. Yes. Unchained Melody, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and then you've got, of course, like we said, um, you know the other ones i mean shit there was even scarface and and karate kid have kind of that yeah. one song that's uh, like karate uh, kid part two with peter satara mm -hmm. that's a huge song uh well, that jerry d sometimes posts up a lot of times yeah well, uh, i mean i even think about part one with you know you're the best or around. yeah that one too and that blue summer yeah, yeah that's right yeah. that one that blue yeah. summer was a huge uh, one for that one. chris too uh it says huey lewis uh the that's power right power of love power of love I mean, how many times do you yeah. hear it on kona on it you just think back to the future totally I mean, that to me is the back to the future yeah. song that's what yeah. I, that's what i think of and so that is a huge kind of thing that is missing now it is it, right that's not around right. yeah and that's a totally 80s thing yeah. i feel like and uh you know again not to end on Top Gun or whatever, because I'm. Mean, is there anything else still? Waiting? I mean, the Indiana Jones franchise. I mean, oh golly. gosh, yeah. Harrison Ford goes Indiana Jones. This is where Harrison Ford really blows up. Mm -hmm. The two Star Wars movies, the three Indiana Jones movies. Mm -hmm. He does Witness, which is huge. Blade Runner, which doesn't explode right away, no. but man, gains huge oh, yeah. cult status. Yeah. You know, especially when they make the connection. Really, Scott says no. There is a connection between Blade Runner. And aliens, right? You know, that's, that's awesome. Those androids are the first prototype that you see. What Bishop becomes an Ash, 
those androids from Blade Runner are the beginnings of yeah. that. You That's know? almost a connected universe before there was a connected universe. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So, but I mean, man, Harrison Ford. I mean, Blade Runner, Star yeah. Wars, Indiana Jones. And I'm sure Witness. he did some other stuff in there. I think he did like Regarding Henry was in there. Yeah, yeah. And So there was some other stuff in uh, there for sure. The Lethal Weapon franchise. I mean, man, Mel Gibson just kills him in the '80s. Whatever you think of the dude now. Oh gosh, I know. In yeah. the '80s, this dude was Mad Max. This dude was uh, Riggs. Riggs, Martin yeah. Riggs. Those Lethal Weapon movies are great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. golly, you know, again, Kurt Russell came out, the Brat Pack came out, Kiefer Sullivan, mm -hmm. the last of his, you know, Rob Lowe, James Spader, you know, Demi Moore, all those people came out from the 80s, you know, Young Guns, I mean, golly, what a great fucking Western that is, right? Oh, uh, gosh. A, Young you know, Guns, a Western I mean, yeah. in the 80s. That almost know? felt like what the Lost Boys was to vampire movies, Young Guns was to Westerns. Whatever. Yeah. I, it probably is the... Maybe the standout Western movie of the 80s, Young Guns 1 and 2. I mean, you know and, I mean? but you still had Clint, though, still making those right. badass Westerns himself. Yeah, because a couple of those come out. Like, I think, uh, what is it? Is it The Outlaw Josie Wells? No, that one might that be. That was so in the 70s, 70s, but like Pell Riders. Like Pell Rider comes out in the 80s. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Yeah. So there definitely still is those going on, too. But Young Guns, I mean, man, what a cast that was. You know, Jack Palance. Oh, man. I'm you telling know, Terrence you. Terrence Stamp. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Casey. Uh, I forget. I. I can't say his last name. That Casey says says no. something, you know. But but everybody else though. I mean, like Charlie yeah, Sheen, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody is in that first. I mean, one too. you the know, you got the just as good. Yeah, I mean, you got the Corys that come out. You got the Brat Pack that comes out. Mm -hmm. You know, you got Kurt Russell coming out. Arnold, Sylvester Stallone, really blowing up. Yeah, you know, Van Damme, Seagal. You know, you got Bruce Willis. You and you got action guys. You got martial arts guys. The 1980s you know. truly is the coming out party for those group of individuals that we're talking about. Um, let me get through a couple of comments here, Double A. Let's see. Riz says, on that note, Val Kilmer, Doctor right. Amazon Prime. Oh, it yes, just dropped. I, right. I want to watch that. I think for his sure. son did the movie. Like, okay. he's completely lost his voice, I think. Yeah, that's right. He has, he has, I don't think he can speak anymore at all. Yeah. Uh, Riz says, uh, any books for sale? On, oh, Jason any, says. Oh, Jason says. Any books for sale on the wall? No. No, no, Jason. no, Double A doesn't sell. Jason says, "Look on that one." Uh, Riz says, uh, "Back to the Future." He, oh yeah, we talked about that. And then Riz also says, "James Gunn is the best right now, but using a lot of older songs." Yeah, I mean the Guardians. Guardians uh, is great. Soundtracks. Yeah. I mean that's a really good way to use the soundtrack. I feel like that Redbone song that "Come yeah. Get Your Love" is yeah. now associated with Guardians. Uh, great job on that one. I don't know if the Suicide Squad had one that really stuck out, but I know that midway through the movie, my girlfriend goes, "This is a great soundtrack," and I was like, "Yeah, it really is." I would definitely buy the. But soundtrack again, right? Like when you're like you see a movie and you like the songs, you're like, "Hey, I want to buy the soundtrack," right? Like, I mean, golly, I don't know why more people don't do that anymore. I was a huge soundtrack buyer. Yeah. I own a lot of soundtracks. There's the a Crow. lot of Remember the Crow? Yes, there's a lot Crow of soundtracks soundtrack. that are platinum selling soundtracks. I used to have the Crow soundtrack. Well, I think I still have them. I have the Crow. I have an American Werewolf in Paris. That soundtrack is really Bush. good. Yeah. yeah. Bush is on yeah. there. Um, I would just buy soundtracks. Like I mean, Goodwill Hunt, Good Hunting the is a Foot great soundtrack. soundtrack is really good. That's okay. a really good soundtrack. Uh, the Labyrinth, my wife loves the Labyrinth because... There's songs, songs, original songs by David Bowie. Is that right? Yeah, for Is the movie. Right? Just especially made um, for the movie. What do we also talk about the Bond movies? How often they get a great song in the Bond movies? Yeah, we didn't Adele, even talk about that. Madonna, yeah. We didn't talk about, uh, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch you know, of Bonds in the 80s, yeah, right? Yeah, because, you know, in the last Roger Moore, they, got, they get Duran Duran. You know, oh, which were huge in the eighties. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, God, we and and you know, we had two bonds that decade. You know, we start with Roger Moore and we end with Timothy Dalton. You know, I mean, 
just awesome movie. Still great action movie. Yeah. And all of those. So and that, there, you know, see how consistent Bond is, where he's just been with us throughout. We've talked definitely about doing that yeah. uh, episode because it, it definitely warrants it. But uh, totally, man. So great pull, Riz, on James Gunn, uh, really kind of doing that. Too. The soundtracks, man. Get the soundtracks again. Yeah. Get that, original soundtracks. The other guy who was synonymous and known with that is Tarantino. And obviously, I own Inglorious' soundtrack, Kill Bill's, Pulp Fiction's, and Reservoir Dogs. Like you said, like, like, I'm not like a huge Adele fan, but mm-hmm. the, the Skyfall song. Oh, that's a great song. I think I bought that on ah, iTunes. I own that single on my iTunes. So it's super spectacular. Yeah. But... Um, Get the soundtracks back, man. Totally, yeah. man. Anything else, Double A, that like in the 80s stands out to you as like, I hey. I mean, just the actors that came out. You know, right. Tom Cruise became huge. Harrison right. Ford became big. Uh, you know, uh, the sports were bigger. Oh, yeah. Uh, the A better music time. was bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, golly, it was party, 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 party. And you know, know. you know what we didn't talk about? But I also always hear that it was the age of like, you know, greed and Wall Street and all yeah. that. And we had. Wall, Wall Street, Street, you know yeah. what I mean? We had Gordon yeah. Gecko, we had Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, you know, is I don't know when Basic Instinct is. It might be after that. It's but. ninety, but I mean, you want to talk about the movie that scares the shit out of me after I saw it? Mm-hmm. Fatal, Fatal Attraction. Attraction. That's definitely eighty style. Yeah, and that everything is... wrong that could happen happens in that movie. If you've never seen Fatal Attraction, see that fucking movie. I remember being a young guy Golly. at the video store, like we said, yeah. and I remember that cover always being like a scary cover with that red yes. kind of like V in the middle, yeah. and like the two people kind of. Silhouetted. Oh my goodness! It was like, oh shit! That like... movie is fucking scary. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> For a yeah. man. If you're a man, that movie's fucking scary. Fatal Attraction's fucking scary. You know, you got Madonna desperately seeking Susan. It's like such an iconic 80s movie. It's so 80s. You know what I mean? But <laughs> it's just, uh, that was one like that, you know, I would watch. My, my dad would like to look at that too because it had Madonna and he like look at Madonna. So it's got her in it. And it's got, um, what's her name? Um, Rosanna uh, Arquette. Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna yes. Arquette. So you get, you know, that in that movie as well. Um, but man, um, it was a fun time. It was, yeah, you know, I mean, the... even for the women. I mean, you had a lot of uplifting women movies. You had like Working Girl. You had mm-hmm. Nine to Five. Mm-hmm. That kind of funny mm-hmm. dress, like the sexual, uh, you know, shit that goes on yeah. if you're a woman, you know, at the office or something. You yeah, know? definitely. Working uh, Girl is uh, what's her name? Melanie Griffin, Griffin with Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. and Sigourney awesome. Weaver. Right. Yeah, yeah. And those are uh, those are iconic in that time. And uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's in that movie too. Yeah, 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 so. yeah that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin gets in a, yeah. is an emergence in a, in a yes, sense he is. in that yes, he in is. that year yeah. from Beetlejuice to Skinny Alec that's Baldwin. Right. To that's he, right. That's right. You know, right. you know, it's uh, a hunt for Red October in the eighties. Like, it does might, it just? Make I the feel 80s? like it just makes. I think it, it does yeah, too. It just makes it. Uh, Jason says, "Sea of Love." That Al movie is great. I love that movie. John Good Goodman. Pull, man. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Jason said you were leaving. You're not going anywhere. But uh, man, yeah, I mean, again, it's a decade that we were, we are literally from, born in the 80s, Double uh, A and myself, and grew up in our, our young I mean, years. Some of our favorite comic stories come from Watchmen comes mm-hmm. out from the 80s, V for Vendetta comes out from the 80s, uh, Dark Knight Returns, <coughs> Dark Knight Returns, you know, it's just a cool, a cool era. Everybody's again. just pushing that boundary. 
yeah. more and more. Yeah. You know? And it was interesting because me and Double A, we talked about this, and I recently heard, heard Quentin Tarantino on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he That's talked right. about the 80s, and he had something very specific to say about it, which was that, you know, the 70s did one thing, which we did a whole episode on, uh-huh. and he was right. And then the 80s did another thing where it was like a, a lot of the movies, by the end of it, a lesson was learned, and it was like a happy ending yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Which, again, it was that we were kind of coming out of a darker decade, and so it was like we needed to be uplifted. It needed to be more uplifting. Yeah, yeah. we needed more laughs, more tits, more raunchiness, more, you know, big pecs, big guns, yeah. big heroes. The like heroes these, win, the women win. Yeah. You know, the yeah. women are stronger. Right. You know, I mean, right. yeah, all that kind of stuff. You want to be Conan. You want to be Rambo. You want to be, be Ripley. You, know, you want to be Sarah Connor. Right. You know? and, and that too. See, those two women go kind of forgotten about you know, both of them, by the way, in the Fortnite game now. And I'm like, people say there, you know, there's no like women leads, women, strong women. All that. They, they were there. They, yeah. Were you looking? Boss, like you said, Boss, aliens. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, they, you know, tribute to her in the uh, army of the dead movie, Zack Snyder, That's that right. just came That's out. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, like we said too, about, you know, the comic book movies, the comic book movies been around guys. It's been around since yeah, the seventies yeah. or probably before really well, you think yeah, about I mean, it. You, you know? got the Superman show in the fifties and mm-hmm. Batman show in the forties. I yeah. mean, yeah. So people was like, oh, the market's saturated with superhero genre. But I'm like, it's been there. You you just didn't know that it was there. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it, it's it's there. And it was good then and it's still good now. You know what I mean? So I love the 80s, the movies, the music, the the shows, obviously the cartoons we did a whole episode on. And that's how great the decade was. Already we've done an episode just on the cartoons yeah, and mean, now this one. I mean, even in the music. The toys. Like, how about the toys? Though? <laughs> man, the toys. What a huge improvement. The castles. The the figure is so much bigger, you know. I can you, say the majority of our toy playing with toys were toys, yeah. 80s toys, you know what I mean? The Voltron Castle. Golly, I remember playing with that one so much. You Can't know? you remember? You can remember how it felt in your hands. Yeah. You can remember how the way the yeah. thing, what slid where on the thing. Yes. It's so funny. And I see these toys now they put out that look like the old ones. And I'm like, man, I would know. I would know how the weapon snapped in place in the hand. I would I would have that feel, even though I know they kind of modernize, like for instance, those He-Man toys, they kind of put a few more joints on they them. They do, they do. Which is cool, you know, but I can literally remember Wait, hey, can you imagine just that Castle Grayskull? Oh I mean, man, golly, I'm telling cool you that was. I'm telling you. Yeah. I remember the old He-Man. We talked about it. He had yeah. like the squishy rubber head yeah. and the arm snapped off at the shoulder. Yeah. And it was like the way it felt inside, how it snapped yeah. in. Like it's just like you remember those things, you know, like almost like the smells of the 80s you can kind of remember. But and, um, and then you know, you get like in music, you get Nirvana coming in, Alice in Chains coming in, mm-hmm. Soundgarden. You get those guys that were the forefront of the 90s, but you got to remember it came out in the 80s, yeah. you know? So Yeah, they were being kind of born at that time yeah. or whatever, yeah. so for sure. Uh, Jason, love your comment right there, man. Jason yeah. says, yeah. Uh, he says, this is a good show tonight. Do not want to get out. <laughs> well, we never ask you to go anywhere, man, but, you know, we know you got to get that birthday beauty rest in, so we definitely get that for sure. But damn, Double A, uh, all that aside, man, I don't know that I have anything else additionally really to you say know, just like the teen idols that came out you know rob lowe mm-hmm. john cusack oh, yeah. to be more john, john you know? cusack say anything yeah, say you know anything. those movies yeah, you know yeah yeah I mean, molly such... ringwald i feel is one of those names the queen right? the queen yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah she was like just the it girl you leah know? thompson uh, yeah i mean it seemed almost 
a time that was maybe a little bit more innocent, maybe more, like I said, wide-eyed, wonderment, adventure yeah, I mean, tales. Like even the horror movies, you know, like like the Universal, like Teen Wolf. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that's fun. You know, it's a fun movie. Yeah. You know, even like Monster Squad's not really like terrifying. No, no you know? not terrifying. You know, they, the focus on the kids being the yeah. heroes, the way that Goonies focuses on the kids and, being and the it's heroes. It's funny because like, what's, what's like one of the biggest shows in the 2000s? Stranger Things. And oh. why? Because it really focuses yeah. on the 80s. It is ex- it's exclusively based out of yeah. the 80s. You know? It's always popular because it's always around the 80s. Sure. You know? So, I sure. mean, yeah, it's, the 80s was that decade. That man, nostalgia. That, Remember that nostalgia, that yeah. the kids then or the adults now that are now making yeah. these things. So, it's yeah. like, you know, it's it's catered and pandering to us. Again, Stranger Things, Cobra Kai, yeah. uh, Ghostbusters Golly, is so coming back. Top Gun right? is coming yeah. back. I mean, you know, those are some so of the many bigs. callbacks. And then the franchises that were the born that continue. The Kevin Smith yeah. that we just talked Smith about. I mean, yeah. Bringing that back, you know. Yeah. I mean, and the franchises that were born, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we we got, you know, we got Creed two, which is directly out of Rocky, Rocky four from the eighties. You know what I mean? The Expendables, like you said. The Expendables. We're I mean, gathering a, up that's the That's a bigs. love note to the eighties. Yeah, you know? it's basically saying these were all the big yeah. action stars of the time. Let's put them all together. And we always had dreamed of Stallone oh, and, and, and Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger in a right? movie together. The ultimate and, dream team. Yeah, Stallone made it happen. I mean, like super awesome. Uh, and again, all these guys that are making, directing, and writing movies now, they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to. They want to get their guys in their movie. That's why James Gunn puts Stallone in a movie because he's like, I loved you. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I still do. So yeah, I want to put you in my shit. Uh, Joe, little Joe, Joe in the house of the Now Watch This with Lucky and Joe podcast. Joe, what is up, up sir? Uh, getting in kind of late, man. We're getting ready Did to wrap it up. Even Ricky and Morty are pretty much back to the future almost. Yeah, Rick and Morty right. is like Doc and Marty is is what it's supposed to be like. So, it's like a, it's in its way its own homage to that. Uh, and their adventures, you know what I mean, which go way off the rails compared to Doc and Marty. Oh, but, yeah. but definitely it's there, man, for sure. Uh, Joe, we're talking all things 80s movies tonight. What are your 80s movies picks? What are the ones that stick out for you? What is the, if you did a bracketology of 1980s movies, who comes out on top for you, Joe? And, you know, don't forget to Christmas Story, probably like the ultimate oh, Christmas. Gosh. They play it yeah, all day really, on yeah. TNT, right? Yeah. So. I mean, or is it TBS? One of those. It, it's a TNT, TBS. Yeah, yes. they, they just play yes. it all. I mean, when you play a movie for 24 hours, that's saying something. Yeah. That came out in 83, you know? So, uh, you know, I feel also too like this was the time of like a uh, canine and Turner and yeah. Hooch and, yeah. and, and, uh, those have movies. Mac yeah. and me again, trying to kind of capitalize on Bachelor the alien party. stuff. Yeah. Bachelor party. Oh my gosh. What a great Tom Hanks, yeah. you know, at the beginning of Tom Hanks, um, I, I want to say I feel like Robin Williams, but I don't know if he was really yeah, get, yeah just he getting did. into yeah, it already yeah. did at that it was, time. Uh, Popeye. Popeye, but I think uh, Good Morning Vietnam, mm-hmm. uh, he was hitting on that one. Uh, yeah, Good Morning Vietnam, that's yeah. right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Joe says uh, Big Trouble in Little China uh, is on the mind. That was about, oh, too. Big, we didn't even talk about Big, which that is That was great directed one. by Penny Warshaw. That's And she was... Uh, yeah, arising, yeah. Or arriving yeah. as far as movies go, yeah. and a female director, which was not, which was you know, huge. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. Love yeah. Big though. That's another one that I've seen over and over. Again. Another one where it captured me in a way where it was like, you know, that I was that would happen to me. Like that's so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're a little boy, you think that's the fucking coolest for sure. Uh, what about you, Double A? What's your what's your you know walk away from the 1980s with these? You got to have in your hand. What are they? What you know your 
you're shopping in the video store of the 80s and you got to walk out with maybe i don't know give me three movies okay well first one i mean you gotta have terminator okay the future love it and man i would even say like maybe rocky three okay because that's just like like, that's just 80s you know i like movie night at your house in 1980s that sounds cool i I think i'm taking obviously i mentioned ghostbusters top gun and if I had to choose a third one, I think I would take the Lost Boys. Yeah, the one I've got there's on so right many. Now. I mean, there's yeah. so many we're leaving out. I mean, golly, you know, Breakfast Club has to be an essential '80s. Yeah, uh, Batman has to be an essential yep, '80s for sure. Uh, one of the Indiana Jones movies has to be an essential '80s. The Lost Boys has to be one of those. We could have come in today and did a, just a top ten of '80s movies, <laughs> and we'd still probably be I, leaving some out. I would leave a whole bunch out. That's yeah. that's the bad. Part. I know. I know. Yeah. My girlfriend would put Pretty in Pink there. She'd put Sixteen Candles there. She put uh, what's the other one? The third one that kind of goes. Uh, with those. It's Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Science. She would. Yeah, she yeah. would definitely mention those. Those three would come up in hers because, you know, those are like kind of the Muller Ringwald big vehicles. And she's, yes, they are. Yeah. You know, especially the Pretty and Pink one. That's where Annie yes. Potts comes out to. Yes. Is kind of the, uh, yep. you know, and the duck, that's the, the ducky one. Yeah, right? it's John Cryer. I, you know, me and her have been together almost nine years now. And I barely watched those at the beginning of my relationship with her because I'd never seen those. Because, Same here with my wife. Yeah. I barely saw them with my wife. You know, we were of that that yeah. era, but those, those weren't were for movies. us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was it for me. <laughs> yeah, we're on Predator, on Commando, yeah. on Rambo, Highlander, Robocop, yeah, uh, Rocky, you know Hoosiers, I mean? yeah, over you know? and over again with yeah. those, like over and over and over again. Again, like so, you know them inside and out because I can't imagine how many times we watched Commando at your house. Yeah, I mean, God, before I knew Alyssa Milano was hot, I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and again we don't we haven't forgotten those movies. we quote those movies to this day you know what i mean that's how great they were uh what else we got here joe also says uh, oh he starts naming the some when he mentioned uh vietnam he gotta uh do full metal totally he we says mentioned Batman. that one. he yep. says monster squad he says gremlins everything that cm has mentioned awesome joe i I'm, i want to hope i made you proud at least with those there are a couple Who that would i you say it's the there. five essential actors and, and and that means actors actresses oh so i love this just like question. five okay actors and actresses yeah, right? yeah yeah okay so for the 80s i'm gonna go with uh tom cruise okay i'm gonna go with uh molly ringwald okay i'm gonna go with bill murray all right i'm gonna go with eddie murphy all right and i need one more for the 1980s when i think about it uh the 80s in a big way let me go arnold arnold yeah 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 i I feel like he let i feel like when i was younger out of the two him and stallone i wanted to be arnold more yeah i gotta go arnold stallone like those uh swayze for sure nice very good yeah uh molly ringwald Okay, sure. she has to be there. Okay, when you think eighties and uh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. Okay, yeah, yeah great. Yeah, Agree on so, that. yeah. Okay, great, great pick, great pick, Joe. Do you got a couple out there uh, or any of the Friday Night Faithful? I mean, still I don't know how you could not leave out Molly Ringwald, right? Yeah, oh kind of hard because she kind of led the female yeah. vehicles. So that's maybe you could say Leah Thompson, maybe, but not Leah as Thompson, maybe. Sigourney Weaver. Great oh, Sigourney I mean, Weaver's great. Too. Yeah, I hate to leave her out too, but you know. Joe says his top three, Monster Squad, Batman 89, and thinking about a third. And then he says, uh, just happy CM has seen some of them. Yes, <laughs> some of them, some of them. Uh, Joe, we're waiting on the new episode and not watch this. We hope to see that uh, this week or this weekend. Okay, Sam, real quick. What what wrestler uh, identify, you identify with with the 80s? What oh, wrestler? Hulk Hogan, no Hulk doubt. Hogan. I almost wore my Hulkamania shirt. Uh, music. What When you think 80s, what, what Michael person? Jackson, Michael hands Jackson. down. Okay, yeah, sports. But if close, it would be. 
Prince and Madonna, like right okay. under Michael Jackson. Sports. Sports. Uh, I don't know why, but I think about the Chicago Bears. Oh, wow. Okay. Chicago I thought you were going to say the Lakers. Okay. No, okay. No, I, I think about the Bears. the Bears. I think about football. Yeah, the Bears. Right? Okay. Yeah. okay. Maybe it's the, you know, the, yeah, I mean, they the, were the everywhere. Super Bowl yeah, shuffle. That, yeah, and, yeah. you know, like I said, sweetness and, yeah. and Jim McMahon with the headband. Like, yeah. I just like so 80s to me. In my yeah, mind. That is. Yeah. Jim what McMahon. about you? Give me your answers. Uh, me answers. Okay. Wrestler, I got to think Flair. Really? Yeah. Okay. That okay, guy like is it. like the epitome of the 80s. Okay. You know, uh, rock band, I got to think Motley Crue or just oh, a band. You know? Okay. Not, I'm sorry, like musician. I, I'm thinking like Poison or Motley Crue. You know, I would have gone Van Halen. Me personally, Van Halen, I associate that. But also Billy Idol because my dad listened to a lot Billy of Billy Idol. Damn, but then I would also think Bon Jovi too. Yeah. And literally, yeah, my dad see, that's played a saying, lot of yeah. Bon Jovi. No, but okay. Prince is good too. You know, okay. I mean, that's, you know, no, great. And call. Uh, sports, you know, I, I got to think Lakers. The Lakers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They were like Showtime. I mean, again, Lakers. it's just what went with it, man. And it's so hard because I feel like right at the beginning of the 90s is when I came back to San Antonio, started hanging with you guys again, and we started watching some stuff, but that was the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, the 90s, 90s had already begun. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely love love that. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got here in oh, the comments? We got some. Uh, uh, that's a joke. Uh, we did the 80s movies zapped in the can oh zap i think that's the one with scott bale yeah. very nice <laughs> very nice i love the use of in the can very movie uh, very hollywood joe you. says for joe. him the wrestler is von erics you know what that's a great pick man texas i mean texas von Eric, the, von the, Eric's claw, the, claw. the tornado punch Golly. man what a physique right wow. the curly hair dude carry <sighs> von eric i thought was the shit yeah. man i was like damn this dude is badass man so cool riz still in the house riz, riz for wrestler he says hogan Musicians, Van Halen, sports, Showtime Lakers. Like that. Like that. Little combination of both mine and double A's picks there. Definitely dig it. Uh Joe says Van Guns and Roses. Love that. That that's bon a great jo- or choice. Or Bon Jovi. Yeah, and Bon Jovi too. Yeah, because I know that guns kind of emerged in 87, they did. They right? Did. And, and it was they were a, huge. A huge. I mean, appetite for they were huge right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that, man. Great Fastest stuff, selling guys. debut album ever of all ever time. Of all time, yeah. man. Uh guys. It has been a fantastic show. Fantastic hanging out with you guys and guys, talking. How do you feel about the eighties? Uh, is it a big improvement over the seventies? Uh, do you want to go back to the eighties? Do you wish you could go back to the eighties? I mean, hey, they say that girls never want to miss an eighties party. If it's an eighties uh, party, they're there. Neon, the little finger gloves, yeah, their I mean, hair probably. up. I think eighties girls look hot. You know what I mean? So, uh, for me, like I said at the beginning, like the show that they used to have. I love the eighties. I do love the eighties uh 81 for myself an alum of 81 and it was a great you know rest of the decade for that for me the so cartoons, i loved it the music the sports the the movies, toys the toys you know what I mean? God, yeah. our spurs weren't great back then we got robinson in that time though so that's cool the, they were they were playoff contenders you know, our, never never championship contenders playoff contenders our first iconic player though you know what i, mean? the ice I would say God, okay man. all right we got ice yeah, yeah that figaro yeah, love man. it, man. Uh, Joe says, I love the 80s shows, VH1. I ah, love this. Yeah, man. totally, man. Uh, uh, what about you? Uh, what's uh, what's your, like, is there something specific, uh, like a memory in there that particular out of the 80s you take with you? How, uh, your feeling about it, I guess, as your question was a, f- a phrase there. I guess Saved by the Bell. That's yeah. kind of like the first thing I remember because it started off in the 80s. Yeah. I can dig it, man. I can definitely <laughs> dig it. But but I mean yeah, just everything just seemed bigger last year in the '80s. So totally, man, totally. What and if, everyone looked different. 
Yeah, know? it was a wild time. The flock of seagulls here. Remember that, yeah, guys? Everybody looked different. Totally, man. Yeah. And again, we get the great movie with Adam Sandler out of it. The what wedding singer. singer. Total tribute to the 80s there. Well, guys, for myself, CM Chuck, and my Double partner a. here, Double A. Guys, something we always like to say, just like those in the 80s that were saying greed is good, they made sure <laughs> to seize the day. And if you're like Gordon Gecko, you did whatever it takes. Damn. Guys, for <laughs> us here at Just Another Friday Night, we love the 80s. It's been great uh, having you hang out, chime in, and talk with us about all things 80s. Uh, all of you that stayed here and hung out to the end. Uh, Joe says NBA inside stuff. Uh, Riz says uh, yeah. good morning, Miss Bliss. Bliss. Totally, yeah. man. Uh, we love it all, guys. Uh, it's been just another Friday night. Have a good night.